And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen Washable. Nip! Jesus. <laughs> we got here today the man of many names, Yoshi. <laughs> I, I, I like K-Bob Souls. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you were going to go with it. K-Quick Souls. No, K-Bob no. Souls. The Mask Chris Massey. And the Red Baron. Yeah. Oh, that's a So like, I thought it flew up into the sunset there. The right ear did. came out as soon as he yelled nope, and it startled me. <laughs> well, you know. Yerp. He's a good guy. Not really. Good guy that mock sheen washable. He tried to stingy you out of shit. All right, real quick, who'd be a better safety? Andy Dalton or David DeCastro? Andy Dalton. No, <laughs> David DeCastro. I think he has zero... Uh... He's going to hold. <laughs> cost you a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Bitter man. <laughs> All right, so we're here live on PPRN Radio Network and Spreaker, and um, we're here to have some fun. We're here yeah. to have some fun. We're here to have some fun. Like Rebecca, jeez, never paying attention. Yeah, we're we're on Spreaker. Yeah, we're on Spreaker. Mass, you're enjoying the uh, sixty-nine cent forty-piece nugget from yeah. Burger King. You know how they? You know why they're so cheap, right? No, they just pull them out of the McDonald's garbage can. Don't really care. Very hungry right now. What kind of sauce did you get? Barbecue. You said it. You said it like like bad people get barbecue sauce. No, no, I saw the nugget twice. I Kyle got mayonnaise one night. <laughs> no, I didn't. Imagine the little mayonnaise like packets. <laughs> He's making sandwiches like Oreos. Oh god. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, we're starting lineups. Everyone's got the same thing right now. Yarp. We've got it's Oktoberfest season. So it's Oktoberfest. Getting sports with drunk. Yeah. We've got a mini keg of Hofbrau Oktoberfest, and everyone's got their stein full. Yours is somewhere, Mass. I don't know where it's it right is. There. Oh, okay. Excellent. So uh, we'll be drinking that. Plus, we have everybody brought a different Oktoberfest. We'll do some sampling. I don't know who's going to be the worst. Well, Souls for sure. No, Souls is going to be the worst. What did he get? Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> like a hooker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like one that tastes like Oktoberfest. Oh. <laughs> okay, you know, that's been to Oktoberfest. <laughs> just, just to kind of bring it up, that looks like an excessive amount of gauze on Big Ben's arm. He, he's an excessive guy. <laughs> That looked like way too much. <laughs> well, you know, gotta gotta rehab. Uh, Overkill is, is underrated. Your guys' quarterback is Kyle Rudolph. Um, but uh, yeah, not so, have a fan. Toast of excellence. Who wants to go first? Paul. All right, Paul. What's your toast of excellence today? Um, yeah, well, you know, all right, Matt. <laughs> no, uh, I have two. One is to. Uh, the Chicago Bears defense for having a dominating performance against the uh, Minnesota Vikings yesterday, uh, especially missing uh, four defensive starters. Everyone stepped up big time, and especially uh, Roy Robertson Harris, big yeah. fan of uh, Kendall's, big fan of that guy over there. So he had two sacks, and awesome he celebrated name. with WWE inspired celebration. Thought okay. it was pretty cool to see a grown man do the people's elbow on a football field. <laughs> Very funny. 
And then the other one is to uh, Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson for winning the MLB batting title for 2019. Beating out his own teammate, Yon Makata, and Yankees' DJ LeMahieu. Did he really? Sorry, was that a question? <laughs> yeah, he did. You can look it up. No, I don't know. Kyle's mad the Steelers just fumbled. Ooh. Yeah. Antoine Randallow. <laughs> Minus to Pete Alonzo. He's the rookie home run. No, he's he's the MLB home run league. Well, oh, I, sorry, I interrupted. I, I didn't know where you were going. I did. I had thought. Go ahead. But as rookie hit fifty three home runs, surpassing uh, what's his face there, and, Aaron uh, Judge. Aaron Judge, yeah. So he has the most. Has he has been. the most home runs. Has the record for most home runs by a rookie. But he also won the Hank Aaron Award. Yeah, because he had right. the most home runs during the season, regular right. season. Very exciting, right? Yeah. That's true. Right? Sat out the season, right? He did, didn't he? Yeah, 50, 53, right? Yeah, it was kind of a bummer, too, because we swept uh, the Braves to, to close the season, but it didn't matter. It wasn't enough to uh, make a push for wild card. But the White Sox decided they were going to bench a lot of their, their young guys and then started them all just to smoke the Indians and knock <laughs> them out of the playoffs. <laughs> Good. So there's a rivalry starting up. I like playing spoiler. Mass, Chris Massey? Minus to that couple that got married at the halftime of the Bills game. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Officiated by a lot of Bills members, too. Uh, <laughs> Didn't Jim Kelly, like, walk around yeah. down the aisle? Yeah. My, uh, my toast... Didn't they paid for that? I don't know. Yes. They know somebody. Yeah. My toast is for the to the NFL for finally doing something about Vontez Perfect. <laughs> Get that yeah. guy out of here. I can't stand that guy. It only took him 10 years. Yeah, I mean, really. I personally think there's room for that in the NFL. We've gotten too soft. Sold? Minus two... Uncle Rico, <laughs> the real Uncle Rico, or, or that stupid actor in in Napoleon Dynamite. Both of them took a pretty awesome photo together. Minshew mania. It's yeah. real. I am on board that train. I'm actually conducting the train. <laughs> I'm in the back seat, hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the bar cart. <laughs> Kendall's standing outside somewhere taking pictures of it. That's right. <laughs> That's an Elko 984-6. Can't miss that on the opportunity. Is that, well, is that everybody? Did we do them all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Oh, right. That's it. All right, gentlemen. Cheers. Shalom. <laughs> I, I thought for sure you were going to do like the Oktoberfest thing. Like, Tiki-taki, tiki <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, No, I did, the, I did the shalom because I said that to mock. What was it? Was that... I forget what day it was or whatever, but I, I like opened a beer with Mock, and I was like, what do you say, like, Shalom or something? And he just started laughing. it was last week yeah, on last the show. Week, yeah, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, I don't know. Everything blends together when you're bored. Mahal. Um, what? This, anybody else think this Oktoberfest tastes funky? Yeah, it's brass funky, you know, that funky monkey. Brass <laughs> funky? <laughs> All right, you gorillas laugher. Feel <laughs> good. <laughs> All right, welcome to the cover band show. <laughs> I never thought that would be the funniest thing I'd say on the show, but it was. 123 I, episodes? You know, I'm close to that. Well, These commercials are very funny. The the Baker Mayfield at home, they, I was cracking up when they, when he was trying to get the lawnmower started. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. No, it was a good commercial. <laughs> Doing the, the circuit board. <laughs> How about now? It's a baker at home or something like that. That's uh, the the tagline there. It's your home. This commercial, he's got a dust buster. He's trying to clean up the stadium. 
fighting. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, Souls, what do you? What, can you tell us some inside information on this new pretzel king? Do you like mayonnaise? <laughs> that thing's probably friggin' fantastic. Do you like mayonnaise? Yes. Do you like mustard? Yeah. Yeah, that's what comes on it. <laughs> Nothing right. else. It's just two pretzel buttons <laughs> and a bunch of mayo and mustard. <laughs> Burger. Uh, I'm into that. Cheese and bacon. Now, have you guys adopted they just getting the, the the Heinz mayo chup and must chup? So you don't have to keep doing different things that we can just take those bottles and squirt them. Now, but we should <laughs> save some money. <laughs> I'd have to try any of that stuff. I would. Oh, the mayo chop is a staple in the uh, Soul Shankowski house. Is it? I did not know this. Them. Kyle's, yeah, Kyle's, Kyle's been drinking Worcestershire sauce out of the bottle. <laughs> Kyle, spell Worcestershire. Say it. W. <laughs> Sorry, getting out of me. Worcestershire. Two more W's than the Steelers have. Whoa! Right out of the gate. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Kyle, if Mock said me last week, if Mock said that, Kyle would be putting him in a chokehold right now. (laughs) Get under my Bumblebee jersey, you piece of shit. It's funny how that whole thing transpired the Worcestershire into the Steelers' disc. It was a boy (laughs) that I've actually been instituting since I met Kyle. The Steelers just haven't lost three games since, <laughs> since, since I met them. So. Come to this Long moment. con. <laughs> Pretty much so. What I'm out of here. Um, so uh, what do you guys want to do? You want to get down to uh, some recap business real yeah. quick? Bang it up and yeah, out of the yeah, way? Yeah. 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 All right. Shut so up. The Steelers are currently playing the Cincinnati Bengals, where they are trailing three to nothing about halfway through the first quarter. Then the Thursday night game, the Philadelphia Eagles went into Lambeau Field and beat the Packers 34-27. to Carson Wentz threw for a whopping 160 yards and three touchdowns. Jordan Howard had a field day with 87 yards on the ground and two touchdowns and another one through the air. And Zach Ertz was the big man with seven receptions and 60 on 65 yards. On the flip side, Aaron Rodgers threw for 422 yards with two touchdowns and a game-sealing interception. Aaron Rodgers was also the leading rusher on the team with 46 yards on five carries. And then Devontae Adams had a huge first half, posting a total for the game of 10 receptions for 180 yards, but did leave due to injury. So the Packers, question marks. The defense, that's what's been riding hot. Fell apart in this game. Devontae Adams, banged up. I don't really know what the severity of the injury is. I haven't looked at it. They said he's probably out this Sunday. So he's going to miss at least a game. Um, and they got the Giants who are rolling. right? I think yeah. oh, that's the Vikings. Who are they playing this week? They're playing Dallas. They're going They're going to Dallas. Are they? Yeah, they're going to Dallas. They're going to be looking, you know, we'll get into the Dallas. They're gonna, Dallas is looking for revenge. You know, so it's gonna be gonna be interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I think it was. Don't 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 don't. No, <laughs> oh, all, right. all right. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just say it was interesting. You know, Rogers at the end there, kind of laying laying the egg at the you know Captain Clutch or whatever you want to call it. Well, a lot of people have been throwing out the memes and stuff about uh, his uh, Matt Lafleur being the new Pete Carroll. You know, throwing yeah, I've seen it, that. throwing the, the slant play on the goal line. Yeah, three out. It was first down on the one. You run the ball. Well, actually, they they had two red zone trips where they had first down on the one and passed every time. Just like run the fucking ball. The the difference he is I out mean, of the Sean McVay tree. Remember me? Me and Kyle were kind of talking about it. Like, I don't think Air Jones is that good. Like, I trust Rogers throwing it more than I trust Jones running it. I don't. The the Packers haven't ha- haven't had luck at the running back. Position no, they have some time. That's why. Like, I I don't really compare it to the PK because I mean. You know, Marshawn Lynch, especially that season, was such a dominant foot. Like, you right, but at least still, once. But still, yeah, you have to, you have to at least run guess, one time. But uh, again, I, I would rather have Rodgers throw three times than try and give it to Jones. Yeah. No. 
Because Jones isn't a fumbler. No, I'm not saying he's he just is. not a great back. But I mean, but but the, but he can pick up a yard. He's he's a heavy guy. He's a tank. Well, moving on though to the Monday games, the Tennessee Titans stunned the Atlanta Falcons, who were po- uh, wearing the Dirty Bird throwbacks at home. Uh, Marcus Mariota throws three touchdowns over 227 yards. Derrick Henry with 100 yards on the ground, and AJ Brown with 94 yards through the air, two touchdowns. On the flip side, Matt Ryan threw for 397 yards, no touchdowns. Devontae Freeman, 28 yards on the ground. And Austin Hooper, the big man in receiving nine receptions for 130 yards. Um, I think four games into the season is good enough to say that the Falcons are just bad. Yeah. Spinning their tires really hard. They, they, they're, they're just bad. Matt Ryan can't move the ball anymore. I, I, don't, I don't blame it on Matt Ryan. Defense has the de- everybody since the second half of that Super Bowl. They've been a, they've been a bad franchise. They've just, they've just been bad. Every everybody's been playing. Devontae Freeman has not been. De- Devontae Freeman was an elite running back at one point, and he's nothing now. See I, again, I Calvin think... Ridley showed tons of promise. Austin Hooper has been like humongous gaps of spottiness. Yeah. Freeman, I think, was good paired with Coleman. I think I don't think he's a good standalone back. You know, we, we saw it almost like, you know, back when the Giants had, like, Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw. To me, that's like they're the same thing. Yeah. Neither of those guys were that good on their own. But together, they were a great combo. Yeah, and it comes along. But I think Paul is right. I think the sample size is big enough now to be like, hey, it seems that they're not doing anything to help themselves to win. So, it is what it is. How many times do you think the Steelers are going to run the same play in, the, in a row? <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. <laughs> It's like a Madden game. <laughs> Moving on, the New England Patriots gave up their first offensive touchdown of the season in a winning effort to the Buffalo Bills. They won 16-10. to Tom Brady, 150 yards and an interception. Sonny Michelle, 63 yards on the ground. And James White, 57 yards through the air. Josh Allen, before exiting with a rough helmet-to-helmet, threw for 153 yards but threw three interceptions. Frank Gore, another century mark performance on the ground, 109 yards, and Cole Beasley with 75 yards and seven receptions. Um, I think this is a more impressive loss for the Bills than an impressive win for the Patriots. Yeah, 100%. I I mean, it's still not to take anything away from the Patriots because even if it is just the Bills, they're 3-0. There's momentum there. And the Bills are one of those teams where momentum means a lot. And But 3-0. They always play the Patriots hard, too. Do you think if Josh Allen stayed in, they'd win the game? No, I don't think they would have. Because it's not like he was playing well all game. Well, the back of it, they brought him down the field twice, and just they, they botched it twice. So Yeah, I mean. Bill's defense is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but the Patriots' defense is also pretty good. Yes, it is. It, it was one, too. I mean, the, the Bills did what you need to do against Brady and hit him. Yeah. yeah. When Brady gets hit a couple times, he, he doesn't fall apart, but he gets flustered. Yeah. And he starts yelling at the line. Like, you could tell it's just a different offense if you can hit him a couple well, cause times. Well, the, because the, the Patriots offense is designed where things, everyone's always in their spot. Yeah. So, you just need, you know, and the offensive line's always been good enough to give Brady the extra second for everyone to get their spot. So, if you're getting too Brady, then people aren't getting to their spots, which means Brady's making some, you know, miscued throws. But, depending on how long he has to kind of adjust to that, then he just starts fucking dropping dimes. Yeah. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs win a nail-biter with the Detroit Lions, 34-30. to 
Patrick Mahomes, 315 yards, no touchdowns. LaShawn McCoy, 56 yards rushing with a touchdown. And Travis Kelsey, 85 yards through the air and a nifty little lateral to LaShawn yeah. McCoy for a touchdown. Matt Stafford, 291 yards and three touchdowns. on Johnson with a century mark on the ground at 125 yards. And Marvin Jones Jr. with 77 yards on three receptions. This was a fun game to watch. It was a fun game to watch. The end was, was great. If you're a Lions fan or just a unbiased fan for the game, it's nice to see that they actually started to get T.J. Hawkinson involved a little bit. He had a touchdown. And, and he got um, hurt. Hmm? Then he got hurt. He avoids the IR, though. I think he's only out for a week. Where did the sale? When do I have the sale? But, I, I'm, but that's sale. what I mean. Like He was looking great, and then he got hurt like the, to where they thought that's, he was going to miss well, he took substantial time. Yeah, it looked yeah. like he could have either... Just got a concussion or dislocated his shoulder. It was a bad hit. The only thing to take away from this game, two things. Lions looking like they're going to be the real deal this year. Competitive team. It's going to stay in games and win some games. And uh, if you had Pat Mahomes in fantasy, sorry. (laughs) I did. Was this like his first, not like dud game, but. This was the first game where he did not complete a deep pass in his career. What do they consider deep at 20 yards? Yeah. Also, probably his first game he didn't throw a touchdown. Yeah. He's done four of those. He said four, no touchdown games? Uh-huh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Remember, he uh, he started the last four games in his rookie year? Three games? No, he just started the last one. He didn't start a couple? No. I think it was only the last one, yeah. The Raiders stun the Indianapolis Colts at home. Derek Carr, 189 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs, 79 yards on the ground. And Waller with 53 yards. Jacoby Brissett, still playing some pretty good football, though. 265 yards and three touchdowns. Did throw an interception, though. Marlon Mack, unable to get anything done against the average Oakland front seven. Only 39 yards on the ground. And the big man through the air was Zach Pascal. Pascal, Zach Pascal Siakam with four receptions for 72 yards. All in one drive. My whole thing is, is just when you're starting to think the Colts don't need luck, they need luck. And, yeah. And part of it with T.Y. Hilton not being there. They played catch-up the whole game. Right? They got behind. and Kendall picked T.Y. Hilton in his fantasy team. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, because he also picked Leonard Fournette. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and the fantasy thing, we'll get back to. That's We didn't do PPR, but we did do PPR. So you don't get any points for receptions, but you get a point for every rushing attempt. And you had 32 rushing attempts, so. Cool. That's like 375 points right there. Right. Because if he does it on a 1 o'clock game, it's it's got the 10-time multiplier. Big, 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 very important. Yeah, it's kind of like Keno. <laughs> and then to Mock's Toast of Excellence, Vontez Perfect's hit on a Big Bad Jack Doyle. The Dolphins held a lead for five minutes, then got pummeled. <laughs> they lost 30-10 to 10 to the Chargers of Los Angeles. Philip Rivers, 310 yards and two touchdowns. Austin Eckler, 60 yards and a touchdown and what's looking like his last uh, game as the, as the number one. And Dontrell Inman, that's right, he's back, folks. 76 yards receiving. Uh, Josh Rosen, 180 yards, touchdown and an interception. Baby steps, Josh, baby steps. Kenyon Drake, 44 yards on the ground, and Park, Devontae Parker with 70 yards and a touchdown. Just when you think Don Trump Inman doesn't play football anymore, he does <laughs> something. Yeah. 
Remember when he showed up on the Bears just randomly? <laughs> he so the Dolphins were in that game for majority of it, and then you know fourth quarter happened. <laughs> they just suck, yeah. guys. We're keeping this too close. Slow it down a little. Yeah. <laughs> Be true to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you. Can't wait to watch the Redskins play the Dolphins. Oh, my God. Oh. That's going to be a great game. No, you take the ball. No, you take the ball. <laughs> zero, zero tie with 25 <laughs> interceptions. How soon to Speaking of the back. Redskins, the Redskins were plummeled, pummeled by the New York Giants 24-3. The New York rookie sensation, Daniel Jones, threw for 225 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Saquon Barkley's first game absent from the lineup since being drafted, right? I don't think he's missed a game since, right? No. So, uh, but Willie Goldman Jr. stepped in with 63 yards on the ground and a touchdown, as well as some nice uh, clutch passes, uh, receptions. And Sterling Shepard was the big man through the air with seven receptions for 76 yards. On the flip side, Case Keenum was pulled uh, in the final drive of the second quarter for Dwayne Haskins, who threw 107 yards and three interceptions. But he also did throw his first career touchdown. To the Giants. To the Giants. Um, Adrian <laughs> Peterson had 28 yards on the ground, and Chris Thompson was the leading receiver with 56 yards. So I had a couple takeaways in this game. What One, can you say about the Redskins are fire. Dwayne Haskins looked awful. Granted, the team is bad, but he didn't look good. Um, And, and I liked, you know, <laughs> Jones threw the two picks, which were 100% his fault. They were, they were poorly thrown balls. But um, I liked how he, like, came back afterward, and then, you know, still scored, and he didn't just fall apart, which you tend to see a lot with rookie quarterback. You know, they throw a couple of picks, and the wheels kind of come off. Like when we played the Bears last year. It's just, I'm, I'm liking this kid so far. Yeah, I'm liking him. How soon do you buy? His We're jersey? the people who wanted you know, Dwayne Haskins. Now. Yeah, that's true. Chris Jankowski mock over here nope, on nope. Facebook. <laughs> Because, that I mean, really, that's all we heard for months was that the Giants messed up. They should have drafted Haskins. and Yeah, everyone said the same thing about the Bears and Mahomes. <laughs> How many Super Bowls does Mahomes have? <laughs> Duh, Bears. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think it's too soon to say anything about Jones. Give oh, it's, it's still too soon. Jones, I mean, barbecue, you know, boat, massage. He's played, Jones, he's played two boat, not yeah, great sense. teams, but, again, he's still looking good. Who do, you, who do you play next week? Minnesota. Yeah, that'll be a test. I don't know. I think that team's kind of given up a little bit. No, the defense is still very good. I think the defense is still good, but I don't think they're... They couldn't pick off Mitch Trubisky. That's true. (laughs) He threw a pass attempt. (laughs) What happened? I didn't see the play that got him hurt. He got sacked and he landed. His his arm was turned and he landed on his shoulder and dislocated his shoulder. (sighs) Was it Anthony Barr? No, it was, that would have uh, been funny. He was the one that did it to him last year. Um, all right, moving on. The Cleveland Browns continue their flip flop ways <laughs> and dominate the Baltimore Ravens forty to twenty five. Kyle, what do you got to say about that? Uh, Baker Mayfield threw for three hundred and forty two yards with a touchdown and an interception. Nick Chubb was the big man on the ground, one hundred and sixty five yards and three touchdowns, including a very impressive eighty eight yard touchdown run. And Jarvis Landry caught eight receptions for one hundred and sixty seven yards. Lamar Jackson threw for 247 yards with three touchdowns and two interceptions. Mark Ingram added 71 yards on the ground. And Willie Sneed was the receptor of 61 yards and a touchdown. Souls. Did anybody here see the Humphreys-Odell fight? 
Yes. No. I caught Where a little. He choked of it. him on the ground. Yeah, like Odell yeah. punched Humphreys, and Humphreys like choked Odell, and then Humphreys and the, didn't, and, didn't the, get, and nobody got nobody got yeah. kicked out of the game. Rob was literally <laughs> as close to this as I am to you, and just looking at it, and just like, like hey guys, just <laughs> let him wrestle. <laughs> Ain't no chain snatching going on. I don't see a problem. Chain snatching. Akiva in here. Um, I think you meant Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Where is Talib now? He's with the Rams. Is he? The oldest defense in the yeah, when, the Brown, when the Browns played the Rams last Sunday, there was a mic'd up thing with OBJ, and, he, and until he was like, "He's like, you still wearing those expensive watches?" He goes, "Well, yeah, because I was, I knew I was coming here. I couldn't wear my chains," <laughs> which was funny as hell. Until he was like, "Ah, I'm bald," <laughs> and then OBJ was like, "Yeah." All right, so Souls likes to talk about the Browns. No, you guys like to talk about the Browns. I like the shit on the Browns. See, now he's <laughs> mad. No, Baker still doesn't look good. Okay. Nick Chubb I'm looked alright. I'm not going to argue with you. He looked tight. He looked better than the rest of the team. No, he looked great. He looked great yesterday. But make, but he looked Mitchell great. Looked he great looked great enough to get me 40 something points. He looked, he looked great. He went over 150 yards, had three touchdowns against a, a good Baltimore Ravens defense. I was pretty happy. I mean, they're not as dominant as they were last year, the Ravens defense, but they're still a good defense. Plus, I think rushing for 165 yards on any defense is pretty. pretty Anyways, good. moving on. Pretty the Carolina Panthers beat the Houston Texans 16-10. to 10. A lot of home teams lost, so to speak. They're saying um, it was close to a record this, this weekend. Thanks, Collinsworth. <laughs> Sean Watson threw for 160 yards. That's it. Carlos Hyde rushed for 58 yards. DeAndre Hopkins had 41 receiving yards. Hey, is Duke Johnson hurt? No. No. They no. split carries. No, they don't, they, don't, they don't split them. Carlos Hyde gets the, is the workhorse now. Wow. Duke Johnson had, I think Duke Johnson had six touches last night. Did, was he fumbling, or is Carlos nope. Hyde just better? He just hasn't. No, nobody's better. Carlos Hyde rushed for, I don't know if you heard it, but 58 yards. So, what's what's the dealio? They're just giving it to Hyde. Keenan Allen. No, just kidding. Kyle Allen, 232 yards through the air. Christian McCaffrey, 93 yards rushing with a touchdown and 86 yards receiving. And just a meh game. McCaffrey made one of the greatest catches we'll probably see yes. this season. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if I consider it a great catch. I think it's more of... I would consider the concentration and the poise great. But it's not. it wasn't a great catch. He didn't one-hand it behind his back while being penalized. I mean, he tipped it like three times. As twice. Tipped twice. All right, twice right, dude, while Why don't you just suck his dick then already? <laughs> Jeez, anybody named Christian McCaffrey, Otto Beckham Jr. does anything, anything resolving in a catch. It's just like, Mock just blows up. It's like, what are you do when Daniel Jones catches a ball behind his back? You're going to be like, oh, second, second coming of the load in my pants. No, I'm, just, I'm just spewing things. I love him, Mock. All right, so. Oh, fuck you too, Mock. What's the next well, game? I thought you were going into the next game. No, this, this game was interesting. Um, I, I can't tell if the Panthers' defense is good or not. Nope, but. They they kept the ball in front of them for most of the day. Didn't let Deshaun pass the ball deep downfield at all. Um, I Watson looked off his game for the most part, but Texans have just been stale in general. Yeah. I feel for, I for think a while. They ha- I think that ever. I think the Andrew Luck news and like especially with Foles going down because like we'll, we'll we'll get to Jacksonville, but like the Minshew thing is cool, but I don't think anybody really is like you know this guy's is going to be the, the second coming for them. Yeah, you know type of thing. I think the Texans just kind of feel like they just have it in the bag, like regardless of what happens, and it shows on the field. Yeah, yeah. no. 
All right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can we skip this game? Start off hot with 21 unanswered points to start the game against the L.A. Rams. The Rams continue to battle back and forth, but Tampa Bay gets the last laugh as they walk out the victors 55-40, to another home <laughs> loss on the, on the week. Uh, Jameis Winston threw for 385 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception, and it was a very bad interception. It was a real, like, I mean, he overthrew, like, a post route, or underthrew a post route by about 10 yards. It was pretty bad. Uh, is it, I always forget his name. Rondé Jones? Rashad oh, Jones? Uh, Rashad Jones? Rashad Jones. Rashad Perriman? No. Uh, Rashad Jones rushed for 70 yards and a touchdown, and Chris Godwin, 172 yards receiving with two touchdowns. At the very least, it was him scoring ahead of him on the fantasy team. The flip side, Jared Goff threw 517 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. Todd Gurley had two touchdowns on five carries for 16 yards. And Robert Woods with 13 receptions for 164 yards. Still so, sucks. It's also Ronald Jones. Is, is it? it? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like Rashad Jones. Ronde Jones. <laughs> Who is that? You know, the story taken from this game is that Dominican Sue got a touchdown. Bumbling, bumbling, fumbling, stumbling. Yeah, I know you're still in the league. Goff didn't look good. He just, just didn't, you know. I, what do you want from a guy that throws 68 attempts? No, the, it, I, don't think has, I don't think it has anything to do with that, to be honest with you. I think, he threw two bad picks. But I think, it has, I think it has to do with the same thing. You brought it up earlier, but I think the Bears pretty much showed the formula for but beating the Rams. But they did the run Rams. that yesterday. But it shows the formula for beating the Rams. Get Jared Goff nervous. But he wasn't nervous. He he had to throw the ball seventy eight times. They won't establish a run game. Well, but they were getting. But he he was getting pushed around. Sure, he threw three picks. One of them was tipped. That's a fifty fifty ball if it gets intercepted. Unfortunately, the last two games it has been. But you're, you're missing the other point where he drove them down to forty points. He drove right. them down the field for every single one of those. So, there was no run game to speak of. Traditionally, in, in your but that's the coach's fault. Yeah. Does that speak more to Gurley being more? No, that than speaks we think? to the organization saying to McVay, "Hey, you can't play him." But this is a guy. I mean, last year we saw him getting what thirty plus Gurley's carries hurt. a game. Gurley's hurt. There's there's no question about that. I don't know why. But it doesn't have anything. To, but forget Gurley though. They have other running back options. Like every team has running backs. I agree. They're with on you. your roster because you believe in them to be able to produce offensively for you. I agree with it's, you. It's Sean McVay's fault for not running the football. I agree. Yeah, with you, you went down twenty-one nothing, but you went down twenty-one nothing in the first quarter and you came back for within. But you still could have ran the ball. I agree with you a hundred percent. There's but Jared no excuse Goff, for it. But Jared Goff looks like to me. He looks like the type of quarterback that when he starts getting hit behind the line of scrimmage or starts throwing bad passes, it it affects his game because. There were times where he was, yeah, he threw some bad passes, but he was also just missing receivers, and he was also just yeah. not reading the defense. And I think that that kind of set the tone for him. I feel like I feel like if you can set the tone early for him that, hey, this is going to be rough for you, he's like, yeah, this is going to suck. And then he rides that mantra for the rest of the game. But he still completed almost 67% of his passes, 517 yards. But, he drove them down the field every single time. Yeah, but I mean, but... Those, but they're, they're empty numbers when you're throwing three picks and and you're giving up and your defense is giving up that many points to a bad franchise. I mean, Matt Stafford one time threw for five hundred and like seventeen yards without a touchdown. And I understand that Ben is notorious for throwing for close to four hundred yards and losses too. 
but at the end of the day, it's not because Goff looked bad. Goff looked, eh, roller coaster, let's call it. Up and down. So one of the passes was a tip, you know, yep. which was a 50 toss-up. But the other two were... One of them, he looked a linebacker straight in the face and threw it. I'm not right. going to defend and so, him So, I mean, that. it's not like he was... Mistake-free football and, and like, like you said... When, when, when you're down, you know, it's kind of the mantra, you got to pass the ball. I get it. I understand. It's kind of, you know, just what you have to do. And he did drive down the field. But there was never a point that I feel that, like, okay, hey, Rams have the ball here. They're going to they're gonna jump ahead. They're going to they're gonna seal this game. It just it, – it, I believed in the drive all the way up until the end of the game. I really did. And then the same thing that's been plaguing us all year long happened. The offensive line gave up a horrible sack. <clears throat> To Ndamukong Sue. No, to Shaq Barrett. Oh, whatever. Sue got the touchdown. We'll see. 49ers are sitting pretty. (laughs) I don't think Tampa Bay is that bad. I don't either. I don't think they're that good. They very well could be 3-1. and You think they're – what do you mean you think they're that good? What does that mean? So you you think (sighs) – what what does that mean? Why are you huffing and puffing? I think they have a chance of winning that division. I do. I wouldn't disagree with you. I I think they have a chance. I would 100% disagree with you. They're better than the Panthers, and they're better than the Falcons. Okay. If they play the Saints and they beat them, Drew Brees doesn't play well against them. That team has only looked better as the season's gone on. So, therefore, they can easily have four wins in that division. Okay. Again, and they don't play those, those are empty numbers if the rest of their schedule doesn't span out for them. Because they, but but they consistently don't play well. They have a, they have a consist, consistency issue. Chris, Chris Godwin doesn't look like this all the time, and that's where Bruce Arians comes in. Yeah, I I think so. You four think games so? You think you think the Rams caliber? No, but I think they're good enough to win that division and do what? Do you still think we're going to make team? the playoffs? That's a step up in the right direction. For that team, I know you're. I, I know I you're a Jameis. So I know you're a Jameis Winston dick rider, big time. I know you love him. I, I, there's nothing wrong with it. Everyone has people they love that they think is good. That that other people, aren't. yeah, that the majority I think would disagree with. Everyone has those people. Mass has it with Robert Woods. Mock with Greg Bird. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Where would you? I'm. Legitimately curious because this is so up and down in the NFL right now. Where I don't think so because the Saints are sitting at three. Motherfucker, and one I was speaking. Two, yeah, but we're, we're, it's off topic from what we were doing. It's, it's it's all right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think the Saints are still very poised to take that division by a long shot. They look like crap against the Cowboys. Yeah, they look like crap last year against the Cowboys too. But Cowboys also have a good defense. On the flip side, the Saints' defense looked much better against a very a high powered offense. Yes. Very disappointed that. Where do you guys think the Rams fall in power ranking wise? Do you think they're still? You'll see where team? they fall in about twenty four hours because I've already almost got it done. I just got to figure out what I'm doing with these guys. <laughs> these guys. Do you guys think they're top ten? Yeah, they're still a top ten team. They, their defense just had a bad game. What do you think? Give us a quick spoiler. I'm not giving you a spoiler. You have to go on the Instagram and look like everybody else. Cans coming. All nine too. of them. What do you think? Yeah, I keep forgetting about the cans. Why don't you post it after the games? Like, hey, what would you think of week four? They're number 10 for me. I also forgot and, I have an Instagram. And, and, and I just followed Souls. you got to follow. It's at. I created it. At, I had a feeling. It's yep. at Milwaukee's Best, right? Or what is it? Paul? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just linked it to his Facebook. I posted a photo of him that I took on my phone at one point. 
So everyone out there, you follow JZBD, you got to follow it, Milwaukee's if, best. If I have the Rams in the top, they are, they're at 10. Here's the deal, just to, so we can move I, on. I would agree with you guys. I think the Rams had a bad day. Goff, didn't, in my opinion, didn't look great. Didn't say he looked terrible. He didn't look great. And I think every dog has his day. I think the Buccaneers, you know, they they put everything together very well. They had a good game plan. And any NFL team can beat any NFL team. That's how it goes. So. You think so? I think <laughs> so. I think the Dolphins can, can beat anybody. Yeah, I might, what about I the Redskins? Do you think this Dolphins team could beat the 85 Bears? Well, that's uh, the 85 Bears were not a team. They were like. A what are we of, talking? Like a seven-game like playoff? They were a group of gods. They were a force of nature. Oh, so could they beat the 1972 Steelers? Maybe. What were you saying, Ma? I, I was asking if it would be a best of best, seven series. The only way this Dolphins team beats 85 Bears is with Fitzpatrick in the driver's seat. If <laughs> <laughs> right, it was going to happen, that's how it happened. Until right. they realize it. Seahawks, Cardinals, Seahawks win on the road, 27-10, to 10, another home loss. Russell Wilson, 240 yards and a touchdown. Chris Carson, 104 on the ground. And Will Disley with 57 yards and a touchdown. Kyle, Kyle laughed at me when he saw I was starting Disley. He's been killing it for me so far this year. Yeah, he's been playing like really good under Sneak, the radar. Sneaky good. <laughs> he's leading end. tight ends and touchdowns so yeah. far. Spooky. Uh, Kyler Murray, 241 yards and an INT. David Johnson, 40 yards on the ground. And David Johnson with 99, yard, 99 yards through the air. For a second, there's a typo in here. It says 99 receptions for 8 yards. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that's not what happened. What a fantasy day, though. Um, but uh, no, eight, Such a long game. <laughs> 8 receptions for 99 yards. Biggest takeaway from this game, Larry Fitzgerald moving up to the number 2 spot, yeah. all-time receptions. Very cool. Past. I'm Tony Gonzalez. He needs, what, like 200 and something? 227 to, to tie Jerry Rice. What does he average a season? I, it's not a, it's not attainable as long as Kyler Murray's throwing the football. <laughs> it's, it's nothing to do with Kyler Murray. I'm not saying he's not going to be good or whatever. Like I don't think he's had bust written, has bust written on him. He's just been, you're thrown into a shitty situation. But I mean, but like if you took him and you went and threw like if he was in the Chiefs organization, yeah. you know, it just he he doesn't have the option. You know, like there's just and they just start peppering him. <laughs> Fifty receptions a game. <laughs> I mean, oh, the that. old Jared Goff formula. <laughs> Imagine if Fitzgerald played with a quarterback his whole career. Well, he has. Otherwise, they would have. You know what I mean. <laughs> like, those five years with John Skelton and Ryan Lindley. Kevin what about Cobb? Kevin Cobb? <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars give the Denver Broncos their fourth loss on the season. 26-24, to another home loss. Um, Jacksonville did it in a way that Denver seems to be very familiar with this year. They got the ball back with about a minute left and marched right down the field with a benefiting of the roughing the passer call and kicked a game-winning field goal yep. to <laughs> keep Denver from going. Josh Lambeau. It should be 2-2. Two two. Yep. But uh, Minshew Magic, 213 yards, two touchdowns, including some key passes on the game-winning drive. Leonard Fournette, 225 yards on the ground on 29 carries. And D.D. Westbrook had 66 yards receiving. Joe Flacco threw for 303 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Philip Lindsay with 53 yards on the ground, and Emmanuel Sanders with 104 yards through the air. You know, the funniest thing about Minshew Mania is I believe he's becoming like the new Chuck Norris for Chuck Norris jokes. Like I saw on yeah. Twitter today was uh, when Gardner Minshew was born, he drove his mom home from the hospital. Oh, <laughs> Which is just very funny to me. But biggest takeaway from this game, Bradley Chubb out for the year. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Flacco looked good though. 
I don't think Flacco's really looked terrible this year, but I think he, I think this would like he looked he looked. I mean, yeah, he threw a pick, but I think he looked significantly better because the whole mantra with him was that like oh like without the weapons and blah, blah blah. I wouldn't really classify at least at this point in time. I wouldn't really classify Cortland Sutton as like a bona fide weapon. Nah, he's like a, more like a utility, like every you know, like a above average receiver. But he's been making Cortland Sutton more of like a household name fantasy wise and things like that. He got Noah Fant finally got involved. He got a 25-yard touchdown. And he and Sanders has been killing it coming back from the Achilles injury. I mean, really, I, I, think, the, I think the Broncos have four losses because their fucking running game has been atrocious. Yeah, very stale. They really haven't just, you know, they've got two, you know, for the hundredth, umpteenth row year in a row, they've got two running backs that everybody wants to have on the fantasy team and neither of them produce. And they'll both end up on some B squad later on in life. I, I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're just not getting the job. The Broncos done. play the Dolphins this year. <laughs> it's more of that defense just screwing up, and it matters most. Well, they folded very quickly on that last drive, and, and no, no disrespect to Gardner, I'm, I'm a fan, mm-hmm. but that defense folded real quick on that last drive. They just, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Sutton or Sanders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, it was D.D. Westbrook. I think mm-hmm. who did that. It's <laughs> your question. Time. No, they don't play the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. But you watch the Broncos; they weren't even tackled. They were trying to push him out of bounds, and mm-hmm. he got like 10, 12 more yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so shoddy play. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Chicago Bears, one of the few teams to get a win at home this week, they beat the Minnesota Vikings sixteen to six. Kirk Cousins threw for two hundred and thirty-three yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook thirty-five yards on the ground and a touchdown, and Stephon Diggs with seven receptions for one hundred and eight yards. Chase Daniel threw for 195 yards and a touchdown after taking over about the sixth play into the game. David Montgomery had 53 yards on the ground, and Allen Robinson had seven receptions for 77 yards. The Bears' defense looked really good in this game. They recorded six sacks. I mentioned before they were missing four defensive starters. They recorded six sacks, forced a fumble, and held Delvin Cook, who had been looking like having the breakout year he's supposed to be having, to 35 yards. What was Khalil Mack's quote? Uh, they asked Khalil Mack because he doesn't have like excessive celebrations. He just kind of does the LeBron James, like the, the two knee pumps and the pump the chest. They asked him about excessive celebration, and he goes, those who – was he goes, a dog who poop fast don't poop for long. Yeah, That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Got that tattooed on my chest. <laughs> no, Mexico's – oh, it's on your belly. Belly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the newest edition I got. You know, drinking mm-hmm. out of this glass makes me want to sing a song. <laughs> You guys know what song it is. Kyle, I hate that you had to bring that up. It's in my head. I can't get it out. I mm. actually don't know what the song is. We'll talk about it during the break. <laughs> Which we're going to go to very shortly because this is taking way too fucking long. All right, and then moving on, another dumpster fire game. The New Orleans Saints, another home team to get a win this week, beat the Dallas Cowboys 12-10. to Dak Prescott, 223 yards and an interception. Ezekiel Elliott, 35 yards and a touchdown. Jason Witten, four receptions for 50 yards. Teddy Bridgewater, 193 yards and an interception. Alvin Kamara, 69 yards on the ground. And Michael Thomas, Giggity. nine receptions for 95 yards. Field goals. Teddy Bridgewater played not to lose. And that's what he did. Yeah, well, hey. Sometimes it's all it takes, you know, be a game manager. He said it yesterday. It's not always going to be pretty, but get the job done. Yeah. And Cowboys, they just kind of lacked whatever oomph they've had to start the year. So. Dak Prescott. I think he's like 1-8 when Elliott runs for under like 80 yards or some shit like that. I saw that today. 
like the Steelers game graphic, a bunch of uh, backup quarterbacks and paddle boats. <laughs> so. Nice. Good, good job, ESPN Graphics. You know. All right, well, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll do some recapping on the GSWD League. We'll do that later in the day, actually. We'll get some, some we'll do some other talk. I know Souls and Mock had some stuff they wanted to talk about today. So um, we'll be back in about five or so minutes, and uh, we're going to start doing a little bit of the taste testing on the other Oktoberfests as well in the next hour. So stay tuned to Kidding Sports with Drunk, live on Spring. And now... Back, Back to getting, getting sports, sports with, with drunk, drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. Live on the PPRN Radio Network. And Spreaker. And Spreaker. I'm joined by... Everyone. Oh, oh I was going to say, <laughs> we're doing our names now. Ah, just waiting for it. Massey. Massey. Snotted everywhere. <laughs> Went. How about you guys play defense after you score a Fuck fucking you. touchdown? All right. There's no need. God, to we're not going to start doing that. Now. Yeah, Jesus. We can't advertise that we're watching the game, okay. but we are. Kyle, how are you enjoying your Oktoberfest? Fine. <laughs> Kyle, uh, forget it. I think we should stop watching football on Mondays. Because <laughs> Kyle's kind of been like a ghost for the past four weeks. No, just like, fine. Up yeah, drinking right. beer. Things are cool. Yeah, football, football, football. Just one gun. Looks like the Phillies won the World Series. Uh, I don't care if football's on. <laughs> well, they're definitely not doing that. Football. All right, so we have our first uh, blind Oktoberfest tasting in front of us. So everybody would like to wet their whistle with the, uh, the blind test in front of you. Here we are. In our sample cups. It has an aroma of beer. That's the first thing I said in there. <laughs> Are you getting wheat? I'm getting a little wheat. Oh, I know what it is. It's the Fisher's Island. <laughs> it's definitely down. Jack of the Traveler. Why don't you write that like in your notes? Don't write that on an actual thing because you don't have the beer name or anything. <coughs> Good call. Plus, if I were you, Kendall, I, would, I wouldn't even review these beers in your journal yet, because there's going to be leftovers. You could take them all home and, <laughs> and review them. <laughs> Excellent call. The only one you know, slaps the book closed. The only one you want to review today is... Yes. The Hofblau. And I, these are actually redeemable. Five cents. Really? Nice. I can't wait to, you know, take it to the place, and they're going to look at me like I brewed that in my basement. <laughs> So what do you guys think? Anybody, anybody have any comments? So from Bao, it's a shame because we started we with the the um, Hofbrau here, and it's excellent. And I like this. I like what's in the, the sample cup, but it's like it's a little bit more tart. Yeah, it, it's yep. a, a different. I put it. God, finish. Well, it's it's funny. I mean, you mentioned tart. This is not the right thing to say, but. The hot is very smooth. Like when you when you're drinking it, it's, like, it's like it's like well, thank you. It's like water. This it definitely it, it hits the tongue different, if you will. And it's like it's not something I feel like you can just you know take gulps and gulps of. Um. So we have a we actually have um we have both authentic imported Oktoberfest and 
American-made Oktoberfest. Would you think this leans more towards the American-made Oktoberfest or the authentic? I, if I were to guess, I'm going to say it leans more towards the American. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Do you have any anything? You guys down there have anything you'd like to add to it? Uh, well said. Authentic. <sighs> I think it's an American Oktoberfest. Any notes or anything you'd like to comment on? You know, I'm kind of bouncing between the two, so hold on one moment. <laughs> As any good taste as goes, it tastes very <laughs> flat to me. I don't know another way to describe that. It doesn't hit a note for me. It's just very. It's kind of there. I, I I don't know another way to describe that. Like souls of singing. Wait, I have more pitch than all of you. Before you go, go. Yeah, but you don't use it, so don't need to. <laughs> Because he's pitch perfect. If, if Kendall just watched that commercial, he would have flipped out. I've seen the commercial. Right? I, I, I don't much care for it. It's, it's um, guy just poured a bunch of whiskey in his grill to light it. Uh, Keegan Michael Key, he poured a bunch Ugh. of whiskey in the grill. Okay, first of all, makes me mad. Say it with more respect. I like the guy. He made Keanu. No, he didn't. He was in Keanu. He wrote Keanu. No, he didn't. He did. Well, if he wrote it, he didn't. Was that movie also terrible? Oh yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't Keegan Michael Michael Keel that made it. That was the other one. That was Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele wrote Jordan, it. No, Jordan Peele wrote it. Well, otherwise, it's been in a tear making movies. <laughs> and Twilight Zone. Yeah. Good album. It was directed by both of them. Produced by both of them. Sorry, yeah. but written by Jordan Peele. But not an undrinkable Oktoberfest. I tell you what. Real quick on the fact check, I like it. <laughs> like instant. Not too shabby when he's late with Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you brought enough for the class. Yeah, why Sorry. did you read Impossible Whopper? I... Did we actually enjoy that? No, but it would have been a nice pairing. Kyle, <laughs> is it any good? Uh, he brought one on and we all tried it on the show. Oh yeah, you weren't here for that. Uh, like uh, two weeks ago, I think it was. It tastes exactly like what you think it would taste. But worse. So not good? Cat no. litter and wet cardboard? Really? Yep. Mixed with a dry tire? I never so, had something so with no meat good. in it before that tasted <laughs> just good. <laughs> yeah, Impossible Whopper. Oh. Honey, you better know. <laughs> That's a joke oh, from back in the East. Depends on who you are. We're not doing it. You have <laughs> to do on, it. Mass does a very good Popeyes woman. The, the I, I'm being put on the spot. Let me come on. I man. want to. If you promise to do it by the end of the show, just totally. I promise to do it by the end of the show. All right, on air. But on again, air. he also promised to watch all dogs go to heaven. I never promised to watch that. Yeah, you did. Actually, I heard but, it. <laughs> but real quick before we move now on, now you have to watch all dogs go to heaven too. <laughs> Fuck. If you don't watch All Dogs Go to Heaven by the time we record next week, you're gonna have you have to watch Waiting Two. Damn it! <laughs> Can I just watch? They waiting? made a Waiting Two. They made like three. Can I actually watched watch waiting? waiting Two recently, <laughs> <laughs> and it is less good, but very watchable. <laughs> it is less good. <laughs> well, you, they they say it. They say that the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little extra. Little extra. Oh, we got to keep our stats for tonight. Our drinking stats for fantasy drinking. Mass, you're in charge of that. I don't know. I decided you would be in charge of that. All right. Make a spreadsheet. Yeah. Well, should we start it next week just because we're doing like something yeah, kind of off the cusp yeah. of normal? So it'll give Mass time to create a Bixball <laughs> spreadsheet of private stock shots and We should play Bixball for the show. When, can that be one of the – when we eventually do the belt? No, we're doing YouTube videos. I have a little mini uh, pool table. I mean, There's a real doing... pool table in Kyle's basement. This is true. We also have a foosball table. I do. We also could we're gonna go play some golf. And disc golf. We should go golfing. 
I would go golfing. This would be a lot of fun. Drunk golfing. That's golfing. If you're playing if you're, sober, you're Tiger Woods. Yeah, and if you're and if you're drunk golfing, you're dead. <laughs> you could also play some disc golf. There's a disc golf course right in Wallingford. Yeah, Loughberry Park. I would love to go play and maybe hit a Pokestop. There's one at uh, Elizabeth Park, too, in Manchester. That is so out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we pick up Pat. <laughs> I mean, I drive all the way down here for this on a weekly basis. Yeah, but like, Do you have you any idea how far Kyle travels for you? <laughs> how far? I, I don't know. I haven't checked my odometer lately, but pretty far. <laughs> He's logged a lot of meters in the passenger seat. You know what? <laughs> I think he said meters. <laughs> like, like, don't you, you two live together? How many meters have you okay, drove? First of all, you calm yourself. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh All right. Uh So, so as you said, you had some stuff you want to talk about today. Yeah. So, all right. So, moving on. Wow. You know, I expect this from everyone else but you, (laughs) Mass. He's coming into his own. (laughs) Remember the time that he like shit on Kyle in the car, and you were you were dying when we were coming back from the Hamden studio or, or whatever. I remember that perfectly. We were driving in the car. It's the first time I've ever been on the show with either of you. Uh, you you, you said, <laughs> "You said shut the fuck up, Kyle," and I turned around and said, "Yeah, Kyle, shut the fuck up." <laughs> yeah. And Mark was just like, "He gets it. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of us." Yeah. You know, I'm, you know what? You don't have Kyle, me. we love you. I shut quit. up. I quit softball. All right. Okay. You don't mean it. <laughs> Neither do you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think you're playing so good right now. All right, Souls. <laughs> anyways, what was your what was your topic? So we talk. So we weren't talking about it, but <laughs> so I like, like the thing with the thing. You know what I'm saying? With the time. so we're getting close say. to the NBA season. Mm-hmm. We have some things to talk about. Do we? We do. What do we have to talk about? Well, Mass first thing your Raptors are going to suck booty probably. Suck <laughs> booty. <laughs> I didn't know where he was going to go with that. <laughs> but I'm just thinking like we should. Kind of do like a, like a preseason prediction. Okay, I like it. Um, Math, bring up the teams, please. Okay, got it. <laughs> I love it. Just like Math, do our dirty work, man. More whoppers, please. <laughs> Jalen's. Oh no, that's kind of all right. So, so we'll start from alphabetical order, or whatever, or however you have it, numerical. Yeah, I have it in alphabetical I just want to like, see everybody's prediction, like what's going to happen with them, if they're going to get better or they get worse. All right. Starting off, we have the Atlanta Hawks. Now, I'm not sure if you have access to this info, but can we do, is there a way to see like any, you know, players lost, players, you know. Well, can I can do that for you. Or then if Souls knows it, then that works. Okay. Atlanta Hawks. Souls, take it away. So the Hawks, you know, they lost their center, Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, they did. <laughs> He's not a huge loss, but no. <laughs> but in the in the first round, they had two high draft picks. They picked Cam Reddish and they picked uh, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. And they Cam have Reddish? they have and that was really like the only thing that they done besides bring Vince Carter back, which is cool. So I think the Hawks kind of stay put. Yep. But I do think they'll play better basketball towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They'll take. They'll take the next, not the next level, they'll take a step up. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Souls. I mm-hmm. think uh, there is definitely room for improvement, and that, that improvement will be attained. But 
unfortunately, it's a team kind of going nowhere fast, well, really. I wouldn't say nowhere fast. They're a very young, talented team. Very well, young. <laughs> it's like listening to, like, you know, the, the, the backing tracks for your hip-hop album. Like, <laughs> but, like, cause they have... Rather. They have John Collins. They have Trey Young. Both have been playing in the league for a couple of years. Right. So real quick to cut you off. Exactly. Uh, not that, nope. In in your opinion, what what is the turnaround for a young team to finally, in which in your experience, when when does a team kind of get their stride? Ten days. <laughs> Head on, but directly on the forehead. So I I honestly think that like for the young team, it's more after the All Star break they start figuring it out. Like like then they had the first half of the year to play together. They have that break. So you're anticipating results by the yeah. second part of this year? Yeah, like not like a playoff team, but they're winning like 30, 35 games. Okay. All right. I can, I can get by that. And I, I agree with what you're saying. That I think this is a team definitely on the upswing. I guess my, my thinking is that it's a team that won't really make any noise until an, uh, probably another year after. Yeah. I agree. So. I agree. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> Do you want me to give the ins and outs for the teams? Oh, my God. If you could, that would be fan. <laughs> Give us the high points, Matt. I don't know what the high points are. I'm just, I'm just saying jargon. You know, just, I'm just making words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Carson Edwards. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. No, I, I think we'll, we'll keep it kind of generic. So, I mean, if there's a name that you really know, then let's let's mention it. Uh, if... Uh, I know who Kemba Walker is. Hey, he's a guy. Are we talking about the Atlanta Hawks? No, we're in the oh, Celtics. No, we're talking about the. I was looking at the Celtics thing. I apologize. Um, I was getting ahead of myself. Um, Get the mic. Yeah, I don't know who these people are. Sorry. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> so the Celtics. Are they next? Moving yeah. on to the Celtics. They gained Kemba Walker. They traded Terry Rozier. They drafted uh, Romeo Langford in the first round. They also made some second-round picks. They had a lot of picks. Like, they will for the next seven years. But I don't think they're the team that they were last year. They also lost Al Horford. Your favorite player in the league. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's a team that had a game plan, what they wanted to do, and it kind of, not imploded, but it didn't pan out the way they wanted. It backfired. Well, I mean, I, I guess... I guess it, it backfired. Um, so now they're, they're they're kind of going back to the drawing board, and I think they 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 did a good thing by kind of breaking off the pieces that that weren't going to work for them, and kind of like, hey, let's get back to like, <coughs> defensive ball, which isn't really a, a said thing in basketball. But well, what scared me is that Team USA was filled with the Celtics starting rotation, and they didn't play well. So. Well, is there is there a chemistry factor that goes along with that? Of course. Like, they haven't played together yet, and Team USA haven't played together yet. And you're just taking, like, a bunch of higher-end middle-tier players onto one team because a lot of the superstars don't want to play together. Right. So that's where that plays effect in Team USA. But we're talking about the Celtics. Wow. You know, they got Jason Tatum. They got Jalen Brown, Kemper Walker. They're young. They're still very young. It's going to take them at least a year or two, I think, to – get to the level where they need to be. Well, it's interesting because that division now... Also no center. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. The, the, the division has been very shaken up. Um, it, it, it's interesting because we know that the Knicks 
don't do anything special, really, year in, year out. It's kind of what they do. Um, <laughs> got a fart symphony going on. Um, Toronto uh, is well, kind of a wild card. I think we're definitely taking a step back. They lost Kawhi, so they're definitely not the same team. So it's not to say that, you know, Boston is out of it by any stretch. Like, what I'm trying to say is that though the team is different, it's not, like, unreasonable to think that they can play well and be successful in, in the division. They're a wild card team. Or not a wild card team, but they're a five, four, four to six seed. They're going to be. Yeah, d- definitely middle middle playoff run. Middle seeding, rather, is what I'm trying to say. Though being, a, like, a totally different team. So it's kind of intriguing, you know, for if, if you're a Celtics fan, uh, I am not. Don't much care for the city whatsoever. <laughs> uh, people are fine. Just you're a big the, Pats guy. Nope. Nope. Foxborough. Kendall secretly has every alternate Patriots jersey in his closet. That's it. Mass. We're done. Pack it in. But, uh, yeah. I mean, if anyone wants to jump in here, I mean, Souls and I can talk in bathroom stalls. This is like a normal, <laughs> normal conversation he has when he was in the shower. So if you guys want to... <laughs> no? What's the next team? All right, everyone, everyone chug what's in your sign. Go. I'm just kidding. We don't have to do that, but we can. I do have to go to the bathroom, but... Somebody quick go over to Kendall and do the, the, the bottle cap thing on his sign. Does that work in Steins? I don't think so. I mean, I guess if you got a good enough suction. <laughs> if your glass isn't shattered, then. Your glass and run it over. Um, up next is the Nets. Of New Jersey. The problem with the Steins is they get too warm. Yeah. Gotta drink it fast. Or in a cold climate. One of the two. It's still somewhat summertime here in New England. Ish. Ish. When's the season start, Souls? October 12th, I think. So let's let's see if we do this next week. Mm -hmm. Let people do homework. Here's the thing. You're not giving your all. And don't even act like you are. I am. But nobody else is saying anything, so therefore... I'm saying stuff. I'm not, because I don't know anything about the NBA. We'll we'll do this next week and give people a chance to do some homework. So that there's more than just Kyle talking while watching. Okay. It's not a shot at you, Kyle. It's just... It's not like Mock can kick, Mock, no offense to Mock, Mock's not going to pretend to know stuff about basketball. Neither is Chris. Nope. So we just... Yeah, what would you call me? I said Chris. Nobody calls me that. Sorry, Christopher. <laughs> Listen, Chrissy. Christoph. That's all right. Yeah, you Christoph jack off. That's, that's Bucks and six. You get... <laughs> James Winston Crab. <laughs> That was such a great meme. I'm sorry, like gif. That was, I thought it was funny. funny. Yeah, I thought this. I thought it was very funny. I thought it was very funny. Indeed, indeed, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so baseball season is officially wrapped up, right? No. Is it not? No. You know, speaking of that, I wish Logan was here tonight. Why'd you beat him? He beat me. Oh, uh, did he? I tried so hard this last week, and and it didn't work out. So that means if Lo- if Logan does come on the show, I have to do a disgusting shot. He's he's got to make a shot. So how does he that work? The league. Oh he, yeah. 
He won. Yeah, Paul Paul came in last. Can we text Logan and have him come up with the shot? Most, make it? most of the year in our fantasy baseball league, all of Ka- Paul's guys were on the bench. He was playing an empty lineup for most of the uh, season. So Logan texted me yesterday. He goes, he showed me the image of him yes, defeating, the league is over. defeating Ma. He goes, I won, so what do I win? I'm like, oh, you win, but you got to come on the show. So we'll have to figure out a, a time for uh, so next week. Not- I, I'm trying to pitch for <laughs> sooner rather than later. So is but. this not something we can just have him text us what he wants? Well, I mean he can, but it's so so do we give him a deadline? Like if he doesn't, if he's not here by a certain day, like we I get, get to, to do it. With it? <laughs> no, not we. I, I, Me. I, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> we'll give him three I mean, weeks. He was fun when he came on the show the one time. I wasn't there. That's right. <laughs> you weren't. Also, I'd like to put formally on the record that fantasy baseball is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, don't it's worry, fantasy awful. basketball is on its way. Fantasy baseball I, is I awful. I wanted to play fantasy basketball last year. I came in third, by the way. <laughs> I came in fourth. The fantasy baseball. I would get so mad. And you know what? And and not, not a shot at whoever set the league up, because I know this was a new thing for us, and we were trying to piggyback off what we did last year. But the rule that we had this year, that if you picked a guy up today, you couldn't play him today. Was the most frustrating thing. Burned me week in and week out. <laughs> Every week. said, pick a guy up. Be like, oh, I'll play him. Nope. Can't till tomorrow. And he'd stay on the bench forever. <laughs> yep. Terrible. I traded for a lot of White Sox. Yep. Me and Logan did a very homer trade. We traded two Mets for two White Sox. <laughs> it was the ultimate homer I, trade of all I time. I tried so hard this last week just to get guys that were playing in the lineup. And then you I should think have was, traded with me. I would have. I think there was a deadline, not because it's like any fantasy thing. Like you can't trade, and um, it was yesterday, and like the ultimate slap because my team was mostly Red Sox and Yankees, which was whatever. But they kept saying Betts isn't going to play. He's hurt. They're not going to rush him back. Sat him, and he had a game last night. And I was like, you dirty bitch. Yeah. Well, you know, it was funny. I was killing it for the the entire summer. I was just winning, winning, winning. Then I played mock in the playoffs. He beat me like it was like fourteen to like seven or yeah. something like that. And then it's like ah, take all, that. All, all my momentum is scum. Just, and I really I, I spanked mass, but it was like, what was it for? It was for nothing. It didn't matter. No, it was garbage. Souls, you didn't even make the playoffs. No, I stopped looking after like. I stopped looking pretty much after we started. <laughs> so, so I think for next year we got to do it the same way we tried to do it last we year. We have to do this again next year. Well, but here's the thing: we we have to do it the way we I think we intended to is that we draft the team and lock them, and that's it. Whatever happens, happens. And whatever, because that's what we did the first year, and you know we did the fantasy league this year, so we didn't have to do the math, and it just turned into a lot of me finding players I've never heard of to f- put in. That's kind of the point of doing. It. Like the fine players you don't know and getting to learn the but, sport more. But but here's the thing. Like you guys all pitched the idea of fantasy basketball to get to I, the sport. I pitched I'll the idea. I'll do fantasy basketball. is that the same though where you know it's it's yeah, it's you do it every well, you could do it by God. week, but But you know what? You really can't. You can't because they have a day off every other day. Boiler fest. <laughs> well baseball's not that way. That's right. You had to look at it every day. And it was baseball, it was Brewers, terrible. Nationals, wild card uh, for the National League, and uh, 
tomorrow, and then the Rays and Athletics on Wednesday. What do you guys think about those games? Very exciting. I think for the most part, what we kind of anticipated what happened. I know we went around for the past two or three weeks kind of guessing what was going to shape up to be um, for those uh, those matchups. And um, I think it's a, it's the type of thing – sorry, I'm kind of I'm, I'm glancing at the, the Peyton Manning Steelers uh, commercial <laughs> going on. And uh, the bigger story, I think, was because the, the NL was – fairly decided for I don't know, what would you say, the past week souls that like we kind of knew what was going to happen. There wasn't really any mystery. The American League really came down to it. Um, and for, for what, my, what I anticipate from the wild card, I, I kind of see the, the Nationals holding on versus Milwaukee. Um, for 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 no reason other than that that it's gonna it comes down to Mark throws his hands up. I won in fantasy. Oh. <laughs> as long as no one fumbles, I'm good. <laughs> so, so what's the anticipated pitching matchup for Brewers Nationals? What it should be. What it should be. Max Scherzer versus. Uh... <laughs> that was his name. Dwayne Keuchel. I mean, I to think of the, the rock the guy. guy's name. Well, regardless. Uh, no, no. Uh, fuck. Massey, look up the Brewers rotation. <laughs> You're like, Massey, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the pitching matchup definitely aids itself more to benefiting Washington in, in, in a one-game matchup. But right. we've seen Scherzer You're right. demise. You're right. We, we have seen uh, Mass. We have a name. Are you looking for who's coming up next? Gio Gonzalez is the name. <laughs> All right, so for uh, tomorrow night is uh, Woodruff versus Scherzer. That's the name. Brandon Woodruff. That's who I thought. Yeah. Damn. So, we're, gonna, we're looking at a, a household name versus a guy who's, you know, on the bump for the Brewers. Well, no, that guy had a good year. Had a good year, but to the casual the, baseball fan, the point fan, he's making is that Scherzer. You can ask someone who kind of watches baseball, and they know who Max Scherzer is. You ask him who is any pitcher on the Brewers, no one's going to give you a name. Yeah. Now I'll I'll eat a shoe, but um, if there's only one household name on the Brewers, and he's hurt, no, he's retired. Oh, uh, we're talking about Stan the Man Ross. Yeah. Yeah. He laid down that bunt to really seal it. Rex Pennebaker. <laughs> they fought for third place. But anyway, I, I anticipate Washington for the NL coming away with a, a victory. Uh, my score prediction, uh, 7-2 Washington. Mm-hmm. Anybody, anybody, just say something. <laughs> what was the uh, question? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. There was no question posed. Yes. Why? All right. Well, we'll segue. We'll, we'll segue into well, no, this. I'm, I think the Brewers won that game. Yeah. Just so you guys know, the second Oktoberfest sample has been given out, so feel free to try it. Really, really, really. I think the Brewers won that game four to one. And what, what's your reasoning behind it, Solon? I'm curious. Uh, just because I know that Max Scherzer, when he does give up hits, it's the long ball, and the Brewers can hit the ball out of the park. Mock farted. 
I, I think the Nationals take the game and and move on. I'm not giving a score. Coward. Three to two. <laughs> nice. In 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 nine? <laughs> no, it's Mercy seven. rule after six. Good. Good. That was that was that was a real question. Master Alert, any score predictions for uh seventeen what? to four. Wow. Uh, a clinic from who? <laughs> from the Brewers. Wow. Nationals win four nothing. I dig it. And they, they're going to the World Series. Wow. Deep game for uh, Scherzer? Hmm? Deep game for Scherzer? Perfect game. Perfect game. Wow. Well, he's going to have to go deep in order to win. Well, perfect game. Right. Uh, flip, flip over to the AL real quick before we uh, move on. We are our Oakland, matchup. Tampa. Oakland, Tampa. A lot of fun. I was very excited. Ah, <laughs> fuck you, Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland sucks. Cleveland sucks. So we <laughs> we discussed in depth uh, the past two weeks about who we kind of thought who was going to make it for the AL and why. Um, Tampa Bay kind of stayed stayed true to the game, and uh, you know the pitching has been solid. Uh, Oakland, you know, it's it's that whole uh, you know Billy Bean thing, you know, the numbers game. They 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 win. They, they make strides. Every year, and it, it, it's odd because it's 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 with guys you you've never heard of. It's it's with it's with like kind of underperforming play, but it's like it's, it's good enough to win. And you know, it's just it's solid hardcore baseball for for Oakland. If if, if that is at all a sentence, if, that, if that's a thing. Um, for me, what it comes down to, I think it's that this flash in the pan thing uh, that I will call what Oakland Athletics baseball is uh, won't be enough. I think uh, Tampa. Can we get the matchup? We're presumably going to be Mass. It's going to be Charlie Morton. I know that. I just don't know who's pitching for the A's. So Charlie Morton versus well, Mass. We'll give it in a second. And I think that that's enough. I think I think we're looking at a, a very low scoring game. I think you know we're looking at a a, a two nothing. That's my 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 predictions would be two nothing. Tampa Bay holds on. I think it's just no flash. I think Oakland just kind of they made it just like last year. They made it. And it's, it's it's not enough. When the fuck do they play? Uh, do we say Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday is a new Thursday. I mean, <laughs> if you haven't heard, but that that's my prediction. I think Tampa. Bay I do think the A's win that game. Souls, you and I, we have different thought processes. Could you care to elaborate? I think they have better offense. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Currently, uh, the A's pitcher has not been determined. Oh, well, that's kind of an interesting uh, storyline. Charlie Morton is pitching for the Rays now. I mean, presumably by the time you know <coughs> when the, when the show is done and when you guys are listening to it, you know there will be a, a starter named. But Solis brings up a point of you know A's ha- do have a, a good offense, good lineup, good defense. They're deeper in that bullpen. I just think they're better overall team. I think they get it done. And Tampa- three, three to one. Nothing crazy. And and Tampa really, the strength of Tampa is the starting rotation. That that's what really is the the hallmark of that that team. And but we're talking about a one game series, and 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 that's the difference. And that's a a very interesting you know point that Kyle is making. I just feel that if it does come down to that one, that you know, hey, Charlie Morton has to go deep in this game. It has to go. We'll say 
He's got to go six. He has to at least give him six. He's got to go six. And in that, somebody in Tampa A's could kind of use a starter for two or three innings, and then and get the into that bullpen. Him. Right. So it, it's exciting. I think. I'm sorry, Matt. Were you going to nope. say something? I was going to say. I think for a viewer, I think we're going to see a more exciting game from the AL yeah. than the NL. But you know that that is to be determined. No, another perfect game. <laughs> back to back. Could you imagine that? Mark, oh, Matt, you want to say something first? Not relating to that at all. It was going to be another conversation about baseball. Oh, well, um, I mean, did you guys want to give a quick yeah. prediction and then we'll move on to what you yeah. want to say? Mass? <laughs> I'm going to go 6-3 to three in favor of the A's. The A's, moving on. 4-2 Tampa. 5-0 Tampa. Perfect game, Charlie Martin? No, no hit at all. All right. Errors gonna fuck him. It's gonna be on him too. <laughs> He's gonna bop, botch a basic grounder. Souls, I already said on. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I won't repeat myself. <laughs> Back down, Mass. What did you want to talk about? Did we talk about uh, Joe Madden and Clint Hurdle? Not no, yet. we did not. We did not talk about that yet. So what talk is about that? Your mother. So what? Did... <laughs> we can if you want to. Um, he didn't see that going that way. I don't think he'll ever say anything bad about my mother. Um, well, it's not bad. It's not, not going to be good to you, but mm-hmm. it's not bad. Um, <laughs> she's doing okay. That's all I care about. Um, Mox are very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, so what does this do for the two franchises? Um, does it help them? Does it hurt them? Is it a lateral move depending on who they get? The Cubs will be a lateral move. Do you think it was the right time to get uh, separate from Madden? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think it was a weird move. He's had a couple bad years. It was interesting. We talked about this last <sighs> week, I think. The Cubs are kind of already attained what they wanted to set out to do. And obviously, you want to win every year. That's, that's the goal. But it's like the Cubs. The Cubs didn't get cheated from any relationship, you know, from the players they had versus coaching. The it Cubs, was they won. to move on. They won. So, and like, like Kyle said, you know, you can be sentimental as long as you want. If you're not winning, it doesn't make any sense to hold on to anybody. Um, as far as Pittsburgh goes, they've kind of been going down the slide for a long time now. They need to just uh, clean that front office apart. <laughs> and uh, it, it's a shame, you know, Jeff hasn't been on in a while because, you know, <laughs> Jeff has kind of been the ear to, to Pittsburgh Pirates. I just, I, just, I just love how Kyle says certain things. <laughs> they need to clear that front office apart. <laughs> Well, it. he's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. It just, he took two phrases, yeah. well, mashed them up. That's the aura of Kyle Souls. <laughs> it's he the just, best phrase in the world. It's a classic K-Souls mix-a-match. Yeah. <laughs> and it just works. <laughs> but uh, as far as Pittsburgh goes, I don't know what the direction they need to go in. It's just like a, a real... What they need to do, in my opinion, is sell all this top talent they have. Commit to a rebuild. They're, they're holding to on to that playoff team that they had. But I mean, like, they're a team that, like, they start a rebuild, and then but then the team wins a few games, so they buy pieces and just commit to a rebuild. I'd like to make a petition that if you make the wild card game but lose it, you didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's interesting. No to me, the wild card game is more of like, it, it, it's like an unneeded tiebreaker. 
you know, like why not just stay have of execution? Well, no, why not just have the winner of each division and then the the next best recorded team in the conference or is it conferences? Yeah, leagues, division, conference, yeah, leagues. And the best league just be the wild card team. It used to be that way. That's how it should be. They've added that, like, it's just, I know why they did it. It's more money. It's two extra games of baseball that are on TV. And because they're playoffs, advertisements are wicked up high. Ticket sales are through the roof. More merchandise, blah, 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 blah. I get, I get all that. Don't get me wrong. I understand it. But I just think it's dumb. I think it's unneeded. Well, it, it's interesting. You say it used to be without. There was no wild card for a very long time. And I guess, um, I think it would make more sense if there was more closer endings in seasons where like people have very, very, very similar records, you know, and the broad, you know, versus, you know, what they have in in their conference and so on and so forth. That that would make sense to me to hold a wild card, but right, it's but that like, close. So like the two wild card teams that make it out of the NFL, they immediately go in to play division winners in the playoffs. That's that they go right in there. Like you, it's like you have these two wild cards. It's like okay, we're gonna play each other, and then the winner of us is gonna go play in the play like the in in the tournament portion of the playoffs. So this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand. I think that they should either do away with it or make it a best of three. A three-game series. Well, it's funny because in, in baseball, that's the only time that ever occurs. Is that, you know, hey, it's a wild card. Now it's only it's only one time. When every, every other series you play in the regular season is three or four. It's, it is an interesting... I, I kind of like that they put that do-or-die aspect in the MLB. Even in such a small capacity. I kind of well, like it. Yeah. It, it is fun, but it makes it, you think then, well, how come the, how come, rather, the uh, rest of the playoffs aren't as significant? So you still have back-to-back, you know, you, you got a, a five game. And yeah, you got a seven I like it because it gives another team a chance. It's back and day, it's one team, that's it. Well, now, you, now, you, yeah, now like other the, the teams have teams that fought and clawed to get there, and blah blah blah. It's like like you get the do or die thing, where it's like, all right, this is this is your chance to get nine innings, and it's like, but don't worry, in the World Series, the actual like games that matter, you get three fuck ups, you get three, you get three fuck ups. That's what you get, yeah. and then the fourth one is what gets you. Right. Well, I I understand what Paul is saying. It's a very interesting you know concept. Why is the wild card just one? Why why does it not hold the same weight? Because as, if you have a three game series. There's other teams just sitting around getting rested. But that doesn't always benefit. You're right. It doesn't. But they, in in hindsight, they all believe that it does. Well, why why can't it be more immediate? I guess why can't it be the three games? If you, if you do a three-game wild card and you just go – just like how you would in the regular season. You go on a 10-game a road trip. Why don't you just go right into the wild card? That way, right into the divisional round, rather. Why can't – so the, the division winners aren't waiting – as long it's still they what they sit and what four they, games. Well, and the other thing too is what are they, what are they waiting right now? So the season ended right, then they got the day off. Everyone got the day off right. The season didn't end yesterday, did it? Yesterday was the last day. So yeah. yesterday was the last day. Okay, so yesterday was the last day. Everyone has today off. The National League plays tomorrow. The American League plays on Wednesday, and, and then the National League will kick off on Thursday, right? Yeah. So they all got three days rest. Right into it, boom. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, three game series for the wild card. Both AL and NL play at the same time. They each have a game. One can go at fucking seven, and the other one can go at ten. Whatever the fuck happens, you know, it doesn't doesn't matter. You see, it happens in football all the time. Football, 
the viewership of a football playoff game is way more expensive than any other sport. And they play multiple games at the same time. So yep. any other sport can do it. There's no excuse. They can do the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday type of deal. And then you can start right into Thursday. Everyone plays game one or whatever, and then you get the day off or two games and travel, whatever. They can, there's no way. That, there's, there's ways that they can make it work. Yeah. And the, the wild card is now, I don't know, 15 years old, maybe. Is that, is that correct? Am I, am I... The double wild card? The double's not 15, but I think he's saying the wild, the wild card, card in, general. in general. for baseball, about 15 years old. I think it's way more than that. Is it more than 15? Is I have only seen it with a wild card. What, I'm sorry, what's wild that card again? person uh, instituted in the MLB in 1994. One wild card. All right, so basically 25, so 10 years more than what I'm saying, so... In 2012, the system was modified to add a second wild card team per league. And I'm sorry, what year was that? 2012. Okay, so that that was the the most recent adaptation. But fact checks, fact checks, mass checks. Um, now I, I thought it was gonna have more of like a staying lasting power than than that, but big bit of head shake from from Mark. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. Uh, We'll see. I mean, we definitely will. People will be tuned in, and by the time we're back on next Monday, we'll, we'll kind of the the games will be kind of underway. The, yeah. The visual series. Do we want to do brackets for. We can do brackets if you guys want. It's something we could have to do like right now. We'd have to kind of <laughs> kind of pull someone up. But if you guys want to do it, masking, you type it on the computer. Um, but it has to be kind of a, a group a group decision here. Also, how are we doing on that that? Mini keg there. You guys tell me. You guys want to make do, sure we're uh, We'll go to break. We'll t- we'll talk about it off the air. We'll come back. Um. So yeah, we're gonna go to break. We're gonna get the mini keg going. If anybody wants any more, we got we got plenty here. It's still cold in here. And then we got the rest of our samples coming through. What do you guys think of the samples, by the way? Second second round. This second one I liked a lot. Yeah. This is um, very good. Yeah, it's Thomas Hooker. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> Give it a so seven out of ten. Funny. I have a feeling the hooker was the. I thought this one might be an import. You know, um, you taste that German yeast. (laughs) Yeast. My prediction is I think this second one was an American one. That's that's me and my prediction, but I liked it a lot. That German yeast. Like that? No. Get the local fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back and start the third hour with the third sample. We'll do the fourth one halfway through it, and we'll finish off with the fifth one, and then we'll reveal what they were. Um, and then I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about in the third hour. It's kind of been a hodgepodge of, of shit. We'll make it work, though. We'll make a game. We'll do something fun. Yeah. we got to spin the wheel to find the fantasy teams. Yeah, we do. Unfortunately, yeah. the fantasy score updates, I'm hoping that this game starts chugging along a little quicker because, you know, Souls decided to be the homer and picking the entire Steelers team for his fantasy team. So I have, like, I have to wait till this game's over to actually give updates. Well, we have pickums. We can go over pickums and the GSWD yeah. stuff. I don't really want to do that, but so Kendall's like football, just football. I love it. I love all it so of much. the football, all of the Man, time. I can't wait for the NFL to not exist anymore. It's gonna be great. <laughs> anyway, because um, then we can start having 162 game NHL seasons. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll be back in about five minutes live here on Spreaker. Nice. And now. Back, Back to getting, getting sports, sports with, with drunk, drunk on the PPRN Radio, Radio Network. Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by assholes. arguing assholes, pouring assholes, and Kendall assholes. Thank you. 
I just like pushing the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's like, this is the thing that I knew was going to happen. I, I just I knew the Steelers weren't going to lose to the Bengals. And, like, but it's like, we're just going to listen to Kyle all week now. Kyle's going to be like, Bob, I told you. Told you. Big, they're only a game behind. Only a, We handle our business now. We beat the, we beat the Ravens, and then we, the Browns lose, and we're good. Yeah. That's all I'm going to hear all week. <laughs> Verbatim. Excited for it? You're not going to see me all week, so you're good. Oh, you're going to call him. <laughs> Why am I not going to see you all week? Tomorrow work softball. Wednesday work. Thursday softball. Practice Friday softball. softball. Friday work. I'll see you Friday. No, you won't. I won't be here Friday. All right. I'll be in Prospect on Friday. Me too. Nope. I'm going to be in the library. Can you give me free booze for my wedding? I ask. No. Can you like, work at the wedding place? <laughs> <laughs> works can, at the booze we can place. bring booze in. You know that was the most observant thing Kyle I think has ever said. Can you really? Yeah. Where's your? What place allows that? Woodwinds. Wait, this is the case, dude. I'm bringing so many nips. No. Wait, you can bring really? nips. So, really so they have shorts. an open bar. Uh, sure, I do. Yes. And you can bring outside booze. If we tell them ahead of time what we're bringing, yes. Oh, wow. we have to tell. That's about usually that. like super frowned upon. So like a bunch of nips, right? Yeah, we can say to them, "Hey, we have these cases because we want this to be here to be served." I mean, you can sleep. Oh, like at anywhere. the bar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> and my, I, and my what wedding I mean is like I can't just walk in with a thirty have... pack and throw it on my table. <laughs> my wedding. <laughs> these is are mine. Have, no. My wedding's gonna have no booze at all, but I am gonna have an open filet mignon bar with all you can eat cocktail shrimp. Can I tell you, I was about to say, well, then I'm not going. <laughs> but that changed. Yeah, I'm actually going twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in your I, bar. I'm going to lose all the weight for my wedding, then put it all back on so my stomach's big enough to be able to feed <laughs> that. Do a real yo-yo situation. Gonna have, I'm going to have a mac and cheese bar, a taco bar. I'm going to have a out-of-the-can Chef Boyardee bar. <laughs> 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 Would you like me to open it for you, sir? Grab oh, and go, Chef This is sports related because it's game day snacks thing. Has have you guys seen the new Tostino snacks that came out? I have not. Ha- have you guys? Hey, um, oh my god! I I need to find these. I, I mean, I don't know if the Stop and Shop. In so, did New you Haven. say Totinos or Tostitos? Tostitos. Tostitos, Totinos. I don't know. Listen, you sound well, like you're They're two like different brands. I just want to know which way we're going. pizza rolls. One of them is chips. That's what that I mean. The one that makes the pizza rolls. So Totinos. Like you said, like you were promoting it. Not a sponsor. No, they're a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> we're big time now. Brought to you by. Hey, what was the name of that pizza? Brought brand? to you by Scores. It was in a yellow box, and it was pretty gross. Oh, California. No, 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 no. Yellow. I don't know if the it's made anymore. Pizza near Kendall's house. It, it was a cartoon like fat Italian guy, something Tony. Tony's? <laughs> no. Uh, man, I have to. I remember, remind me after the game. I remember the remember, remind me after the show. I have to show you the new thing that the Bears posted. They posted a video where it's like the Bears get a sack, and then it's a close up of the Jack Nicholson smiling, nodding <laughs> face. <laughs> yes. We see that. Like, every, anytime Jeff texts. <laughs> I think we might have tapped this one out. Oh, no. Oh, it was just Tony's. Oh. So I was right. Apologize. I said Tony's. No. You repeated it. You said Tony or something. I said Tony's. 
that, that's the guy I remember. He had a tomato for a hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. It was like, it was all, because when you said yellow, I was thinking of the California pizza that's kitchen yellow. Too. But those, those were like that, like, orangey yellow. How long did it take you to do this? Uh, pretty much as long as it took for you to hand me that and for me to hand it back. Well, it's, it's just like it's a gravity pour. It's not like you a ready normal. ready for this? You guys ready for these game day snacks? I'm yeah. ready. Who's ready? I'm ready. All right. Kendall. New Totino's snack mix. Really? Mini snack mixes. Matt. No. All right. So the blue package comes with cheeseburger pizza rolls. Already in. <laughs> cheese curds, yes. ham and cheese hot pockets, mini ham and cheese hot pockets. I can stay away from those. And potato bites, which are like little tater tots. Pretty all much mixed into one. Fry all that together. All then mixed the, into then one. The purple. Yeah, no, 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 it's like all, no, no, no. It's like it's like a grab bag. Like yeah, it's like cheese. a Chex mix. But, but yeah, it's, it's like a Chex mix of frozen snacks. Then the purple bag is pizza, pepperoni pizza rolls, mini mott sticks, uh, cheesy marinara bites, and mini garlic bites. Oh, so okay. the first why don't we have one right meow? Hi right, meow. Order on Amazon Mock. <laughs> or go to your grocery store. Shut up, Rebecca. Mock would like that, that. And I'm very bad at it's hearing. It's a meme. The Dolphins, Bengals, and Redskins for the number one pick. And it's Andy, Dwight, and <laughs> Scott doing the, the shoot off <laughs> in the office. I ain't going down for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So I'd like, I, I asked Kendall to remind me if he didn't. Um, oh, your third samples. Third samples? Did we try this one yet? No? I haven't yet. I right it. off the bat, you notice it's darker than the others. It's darker than the others. It's darker than the Hofbrau. It's much darker. I had a hair in my I'm not in last place. <laughs> that's good. That's smooth. Well, no, I get to pick a player from everyone's team that's dropped. So I'm waiting for whoever scores the most points in your team to drop hmm. them. Would that actually do anything for him? Yeah, he's got like 50 points. Lamar Jackson scored 30 points. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, but keep in mind that also dropped one of my players. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll drop the lowest for you. Oh, Matt Ryan? No, you, you, had, a, you had a couple donuts. Really? Yeah. Who? Uh, Greg Olson didn't score oh. anything because he had no receiving yards because that's not PPR. Cool. There's no fraction points. And then the the um you had... Defense? Whoever's defense you had netted you zero too. Pretty sure I went uh, Falcons defense. Mm-hmm. So this one here... For me, has a very similar taste to the Hofbrau here. Very similar flavor profile. Um, I'm hoping I'm not misreading this here. And I'm going to predict that this is the uh, the other import. How many imports uh, do we have? Do we know that? 31 imports. Thinking, hold on. <laughs> so, I believe we have... I think it was three. So actually, it's funny. We have two imports, and then we have three Connecticut Oktoberfests. <laughs> <laughs> Which is cool. Well, I know mine's Connecticut Oktoberfest. Yours, Massey's, and Mox were all Connecticut Oktoberfest. And then myself and the Red Baron brought a important Oktoberfest. I have a very stupid question. Better than anyone I know. Like, better stupid question than anyone? Go. Pumpkin beer. Considered Oktoberfest? No. No, Oktoberfest is considered Oktoberfest. Pumpkin beer has one place, and it's down the drain. You know, it's funny... Before you got here, we're like, he's going to bring a pumpkin beer. <laughs> no, I was very careful not to. Because they're all terrible. They're all just terrible. Not so, all of them. All of them. Jack Traveler was pretty all good. Of so them. It's even worse. That's a pumpkin shandy, which doesn't make any sense because they don't juice pumpkins. 
in the Harry Potter world, you have the pumpkin shandy. They're terrible. Listen, I had Hot butter rum with pumpkin shandy. Oh, I had a shipyard for my first time ever with him. And I think I almost threw up. What did you drink shipyard with good. me? It was at a birthday party. Uncle oh. Vinny had it. I was saying, because I've never bought that. It seems like many moons ago that, that was. No, it was last year. Oh, wow. I think this was when Kyle got drunk and tried to jump the side of the pool, you know the and worst? we had to talk him out of it. You know, yeah, that was it. The worst beer, pumpkin beer that's ever been made, though, was by Southern Tier. It was called the Witch and Warlock. It was a dark imperial pumpkin porter brewed with white chocolate, uh, ancho chilies, fresh oh. lime juice, and sardines. What the fuck? Seems like a roll it's of a sound, dice. For a second, like the way Mach was moving himself, he was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> You know, it's one of those things that Kendall would drink in and be like, eh, I could drink this. You know, it sounds like that, <laughs> that yeah, you fish could liquor we had. Any gross shot and he'll say that. What's the name of that? The fish liquor? Oh, you you guys are in for we're gonna we're we're in for a rough one. I, I'm figuring out I'm currently getting a game situated. We got Jeopardy coming up. I forget what date we said that was gonna be. The twenty first. We said Oh, I got a vacation that day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going I'm to shave right down the middle of your beard. <laughs> Chin to neck. You know, I was thinking about doing that. Actually, you know what? If, if you, if Whoever's not here, uh, there's certain things. Kendall, if you're not here, eye things. Mock foot things. We said the 21st. Yeah, okay. The 21st. Of February? But I'm coming up with a new game because I found the prize of all private stocks it's and what the pretzel got? bacon cake it is going to be strictly that and then what i'm going to do is, is at work we have heater coolers for warm liquor and i'm going to bring it so it's warm oh man. and it's going to be warm shots can we know what this is <laughs> yeah sure it was at one point a super limited and super gross edition it was a opa nope charred good smoked, guess charred smoked salmon vodka <laughs> We're playing a game more when wrong answers result in shots. Oh. Yeah. Opa. I don't think I'd make it through the night if I did I liked that. Opa. I liked Opa, too, actually. Opa was just kind of like a more, like, medicine Jaeger. <laughs> what was it? Opa. Opa. It was a liqueur made by a beer company. That doesn't sound good. Who was that? Was it Ballast Point? Yeah. Because all their stuff is nautical-themed, like fish and yeah. sea and, and stuff like that. it's also not that good. Nothing they make is good. It wasn't good. Sculpin. It wasn't bad. The Sculpin's the only thing that they make that's decent. Tried that Apple Jack Tennessee. Thing so, uh, you get you guys want to talk <sighs> some pickums? Yes, I talk Yeah, why not? I did really bad this week. So I didn't pick something for the first one, but I would have gotten it wrong. I know I missed the Thursday game too. I would have picked. I would have picked. I didn't yell at you. I picked. The I, Eagles. I actually think I picked the Eagles because I, the I sent the reminder. I picked the Eagles too. But uh, so we we had some some flipper flops happening this week. Oh, I got a lot wrong. I'm pretty sure I picked the Texans to win. I know I picked the Rams. So, so in first place, at 28 and 18, is the Mass. Yeah. Who'd you pick in this game? In second place, well, I guess tied for second place is Kyle at 27 and 19. I am also 27 and 19. Who's picking this game? I'm not sure. I think the Steelers. <laughs> and also is Nose Picker. A 27-19? Yes. Uh, just Win Baby is 25-21. and 21. Kendall. And J-Mart bringing up the bottom at 12-34. and 34. Yeah, he didn't pick I don't against. know how I did so good. I didn't pick against the spread on any of these. There's no, there's spread. no spread. Well, there's percentage win chance. That, no, that's just, no, that's not percentage win chance. That's where... 
So that's where others are voting. All the Yahoo oh. Pick'em League. So if it's like sixty-eight percent, that means that sixty-eight percent of the people who are doing that are doing Pick'em leagues have picked that team. To I I didn't pick against that. Yeah, I did. I what do you mean you didn't? I turned the spread off. With, I, just I voted straight, with everybody. Straight winner. Okay. Like should just spread. Yeah, but you had the lead going into the week. You did. You were in first as of last week. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. What's your team name? But we were all kind of close. No. Except Jeff. Yeah, Jeff is going to come in last. Just from not picking? Yeah. I, I don't know. I was, trying to, I was trying to do the math quickly, but then I got distracted. He didn't pick this week. So Jeff is Who 12 and 34. Week? Who didn't pick this week? Jeff. Yes, he did. Did he? Yeah, because he didn't, he didn't pick the first week. He didn't pick the first week. Which was last week. It was only, only done this two but, weeks. But actually, I'm looking at the things here. He did not pick this week. <laughs> week two we started. Yeah, we started week two. This is the third week we've done this? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't oh. pick this week. I'm looking at the picks. Oh, so no. You, you might were, you were leading after week two. Yeah, because I, yeah, your... I I was I think I, I think the first week I think I, I went like fourteen you... of sixteen. Yeah. I, I wasn't here last week to go over the standings. I forgot about that. Yeah, so you're a dumb whore. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. Not dumb. You're pretty. You could, you could be dumb and pretty. <laughs> yeah, no How many girls have made a living off of that? Well, there's one in the room. Kendall. She's book smart. <laughs> I knew that was coming from somebody. I just didn't know who. Uh, Anna Rumo, you piece of shit. Bring back Marvin Lewis. <laughs> then at least we would expect. Who the this. fuck is Anna Rumo? He was the defensive Carpet coordinator. Salesman. Oh, <laughs> yeah, all right. So I'm gonna. Good luck, quick. gents. You guys want to just bullshit for a second? You guys should all take a shot for that, by the way. A little bit left in here. Who wants the last of it? There's an Oktoberfest in the fridge that I personally want, so I'm going to go have that. I'm not going to kick open the second keg. We can either leave it here for another show, or if you want to bring it home and drink the whole thing in one night. Will it last till Pittsburgh? No. The Hawkbrow keg? What? Yeah. Wow, cool. If these aren't, if it, as long as we don't open it, it'll be good for a year. I say we drink it in Pittsburgh. So I mean, obviously, I, I want to continue on with our taste testing. But did did all the, the beers it goes in each glass? The, I don't know. Was there any any leftover from uh, the previous pour? I guess that's what I'm asking. You know, <laughs> can I? I don't finish mine. You can have mine. What are you asking? When, when we're doing the taste testing, each everything's fit in the cup. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> Kendall, everybody bought a fucking six pack. There's plenty of October. I was just I was just curious. You know, you know me. Stop it! Uh, so yeah, I know I wanted to go get the another, I wanted to go check the other sample, but I'm holding this for the uh, our. We're gonna do. Don't tip it too far because there's some beer on the top. There you see it. Post show, we're gonna do a the the, the Stein holding thing. Oh shit! We have to open. The <laughs> well, no, uh, we have the additional beer. Does it does it matter if oh, we're, yeah. we'll just do the? I you know it's funny. So I'm probably just gonna leave this for that. Well, well, why? Well, because then it's easier. Stein, he has to drink. Yeah, I do. <sighs> Listen, we all don't get a chauffeur every week. <laughs> you can hire one. Yeah, Kendall. <laughs> yeah, really, Kyle? <laughs> you know, I'm coming your back. You <laughs> the hand that feeds you. <laughs> I can bring you a drink. Thank you. What's that? I was trying to plan a way to like meet you guys on Route 10. <laughs> Be like, hey, what if I just get in with you? You're gonna do it with your car. I could have parked it somewhere. One of those uh, riding uh, 
Riding dirty. Riding dirty lots. Been there. <laughs> Get your drugs and drink. God, we're so off topic. Those are dumb socks. Yeah, where'd you get them? Flea market? <laughs> Flea market. <laughs> Give it 30 cents. Somebody wore those socks, didn't they? I did. Those are my socks. You guys probably wear the same size shoe. Yeah, probably. My foot's small. Kyle, put your foot up with Rebecca's foot. Can't. Too far. Foot to foot action. <laughs> Rebecca, give us a spin. And uh, you're going to have to rest your foot against Kyle's foot. So if you guys could just go ahead and do that. I don't think I get my leg up that high. That's the problem. There, Rebecca. We have probably the same foot. Well, no, my legs are... Move your other fucking foot, you swine. <laughs> this is an odd argument to have. <laughs> my foot's bigger. We're also on speaker. Not but much. not also by much. Speaker. Right. Shut up, Mass. <laughs> Uh, I think we do. My hands are small. <laughs> Just barely, but you almost got me beat. Anywho, um, did anyone I got see this. That Rebecca, sign? give me your foot. Did anyone see that sign there? Christmas. Yeah. yeah. What did it say? Steelers fan was holding up a sign saying, Rudolph saved Christmas, not the Steelers. It's <laughs> actually kind of funny. I didn't see that. He, he doesn't look very good. Oh, I'm still nervous about this game. I'm fucking taking the lid off his foot. No, you pinched my toenail and I have a beautiful scar tissue. Okay, like I was supposed to know that? Yes. <laughs> that Everyone lives with know. you. You should know this. Everyone should know each other's I don't talk about his feet very often, Mass. You should. You know, remember, Hey, how's your fucking toenail today? Remember last week when we were talking about the third hour of the show? <laughs> that usually just goes to shit. Well, it's the drinking aspect. <laughs> it's not even that today. It is for me. Yeah, she had like a beer and like <laughs> the smile of that mask. It is for me. <laughs> we didn't finish the first sign yet. This is my third one. I made a sign, I made a Seinfeld reference at work the other day, and nobody got it. It made me very upset. Uh, how are you going to tell me it's false? Yada yada yada. yada. I made the joke that Perfect. like nobody could figure out. Like we we do surveys and stuff, but none of the surveys It'll have been coming into me to fill out. <laughs> and I was and I started to make the joke, and I was just like. Oh yeah, I was like, you know, I mean, I I haven't even gotten a paycheck since I've been working here. Like, I, I don't think they, I don't think I even work here. And then they were just like, they're like, oh, ha, ha, like yeah, like, you haven't gotten a paycheck. I was, I was like, I was like, yeah. The weird thing is, I don't even work here. And then they were just like, yeah, that's what you just said. And I was like, ah, never mind. Now, are you the youngest guy there? The youngest guy, no. like, like that was in that room when you made that joke. Oh yeah, yeah, by a lot. So they should have gotten it. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I, I wasn't paying attention to it. There was a guy there that said he's seen every episode of Seinfeld and had no idea what I was talking about. I got it. All right. He's a bitch. <laughs> poking a peek, man. Poking a peek. Poking a peek. I was in the pool! I just uh, saw a tweet somebody uh, put out. Watch AJ Green be a Patriot or a Packer by next week. <laughs> All right, let's do some GSWD updates on the uh, fantasy there. I know, I know Kendall's been itching for that. He's been like, oh, yeah, somebody please just let me slap a penis so hard. <laughs> Any penis. Present it. I'll slap it. <laughs> Mine's available. All right. So first first up was the Hockam Sockam Robots. They scored a whopping 90.68 points on the, the, the week. Yeah. Going up against Tyler's team at 133.08. That game is the final score of the game. So, Kendall, you lose. Up next was Roger Dodger taking on Carry On My Wayward Son, which is Rebecca. Stole my name. <coughs> 
He's currently losing 129 to 130. No, I am. No, no, no. Mock's losing now. They just did a stat correction. Aaron Rodgers no, actually no. wasn't really Aaron Rodgers. 25 point stat <laughs> correction. Well, actually, if it, if it, if it, even if Aaron Rodgers didn't play, he still would be winning by a point right now. Yeah, at one point I was beating her by like 95 points. Well, New England's defense really helped. And he didn't even start Sutton. Nope. Good for you. Uh, up next was the the Geiss is loose B beating Chris's team 127 to 112. Uh, once again, Jeff showing that Kyle's the best thing that's ever happened to him in terms of drafting. Chris's team is trailing by a 15-point margin, but he has Pittsburgh's defense going, so there is a chance. Not a good one, but a chance. Next is Eric's expert team taking down the number one seed, Dee's Lutz. Yeah. Eric's winning 157 to 137. I trusted Juju tonight. Yep, he he's trusting Juju Smith-Schuster, who's only gotten three points so far. So he needs a 20-point quarter, fourth quarter from him. Fuck you, Juju. And then the last game is the bigger of the barn burners. We have Kyle Souls' team at 133 points, leading Macaroni and Breeze, which is the Riddler's team, one, uh, 133 to 124. The Riddler has James Conner and Joe Mixon going, so he currently trails by nine points. Hope you win. Me too, off of like seven Joe Mixon touchdowns. <sighs> no. <laughs> what about seven Joe Mixon touchdowns and then 17 Juju Smith-Schuster touchdowns? Talk yes, about it later. We'll talk about it later. And you want to know no, something we'll that's crazy? That My bench scored no points this week. That's pretty funny. Good. Oh, yeah. Well, three. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven. Oh, I didn't see Duke Johnson. Got them carries, man. That's what I strive for, though. I hate leaving points on the bench. So if my bench can have zero points or not be even active, it's even better. And I almost achieved that in all my leagues. Almost. I'm an asshole. I forgot to take out T.Y. Hilton. That's right. He was out when Kendall picked him. Thumbs up. I thought he took him out. Actually, what's going on over there? You seem down. Not at all. Nah, should probably say that into the mic. <laughs> yeah, dickhead. I said that into the mic. What'd you guys think of the 4th Oktoberfest? You're fucking crazy. What'd you guys think of the 4th Oktoberfest? I don't remember. <laughs> Did you drink it yet? It's in your hand. <laughs> no, I had a sip before. So, thoughts? So, this is the best one. Really? This is my least favorite so far. Yeah, this is like a 4 out of 10. Very bland. Yeah. yeah. It kind of just tastes, to me it tastes more like kind of like a, like a, like a, Flavorless amber ale. Yeah, this is definitely Thomas Hooker. <laughs> it's, it's like Kendall just pissed in it and handed it to you us. You know why? It's Thomas Hooker because I like it. Kendall, good for you because I wish I could pee cold. Yeah, see, that's a nice flavorful <laughs> piss. cold? I would love that. <laughs> was oh, it, Paul it? loves everything cold. Was it mock? Somebody was somebody in the group, friend group was amazed. At softball, Like I, I would just, just cut the you stream. Yeah. Was it you that was? Yeah. Wait, I'll just drop trow and start pissing at the softball game like in the parking lot and someone will say my name and I'll just immediately stop, pull up my pants and go see what they're doing or just talk to them and be like, alright, and then I'll just start peeing again. And Mark was like, how do you do that? You just you just cut the stream so quickly and just like nothing? Can you yeah. not? You're not supposed to be able to do that. Kegel exercises. Kegel. You don't, you Kegel. don't have the proper equipment to do that. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure what you got going on over there. So, I also can do one other thing. If we got a wild sex life, that it happened by accident one time. 
but I tried he can it. detach his penis. I tried it a second time. <laughs> no, I can, I can withdraw the poop back into my body as it's coming out. That's really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel good after because there's a lot of air in there. So it's kind of like one. How do you do it? And two, why? <laughs> <laughs> so I got scared. I was like seventeen. And someone burst in on me shitting. So what had happened? So this is what had happened. So here what ha- happened. This is, the, this, is, this, is what, this is what happened. I was, sitting, I was going to the bathroom. Reminder: GSWD is a sports podcast. That's right. Go to the bathroom. Not an hour three. <laughs> go to the bathroom. And it was in a very cramped spot. Literally. No, no, no. Like it was like the toilet was like not positioned for. Large Where people. were you? I was at a friend's house. All right. And the, the toilet was snug between the, to- the, the tub and the... the sure, sure. Counter. I follow. So in order for me to, to do this, there. I had to pee, right? Because I had like, thick thighs and I'm a fat guy. So I had to pee first, and then I had, to, I had to pull up the jewels and keep them tucked up on top of my thighs and sit legs squished together to fit on the toilet. And someone someone came in to open the door, and I got scared because I'm, like, holding my dick above my legs while I'm shitting. So I was like, oh, and I got scared, and I sucked the poop back up inside of me. <laughs> was it a pleasant experience? Can I, can I tell you? I kind of stopped listening for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I pop back into where my legs are tight. I mean, this is an amazing happening because I think of how many times I've stooled. And that has never crossed my mind. I've never heard it phrased stooled before. <laughs> then you haven't been li- hanging out with Kendall enough. <laughs> to pull the equipment and put it above your legs, I, that is amazing. I gotta get this out of the way. That never would have crossed my mind to do something like that. <laughs> I've, had, I've had to do it before. Oh, man. God. I've never had the poop go back into my body. But I've had to I've had to take the equipment out and just hold He's it up just to dry. He's just put it back in his body. <laughs> <laughs> By force. <laughs> Well, uh, that's a uh, a sample of if you're into our other podcasts, <laughs> getting poop with everything. <laughs> they even wrote a book about it. Everybody poops. That's right. Actually, I owned that book. You don't. I own it. Oh, oh my god! God, you know, Rebecca, you're getting married. Everything you guys share is this a testimonial or like a deposition? Like, Kendall, my goodness. call off the marriage. You, got the other one. you know what, Kendall? It's off. it's off. Kendall, I'm now proposing to you. What do you say? I say I'm in. All right. You know, I'm kind of jokes. Join us next Monday <laughs> when we have a wedding. <laughs> the GSWD marriage. This no. one to be officiated by Bernie Kozar. <laughs> nice references, by the way. I like that. Browns quarterback and Super Bowl champion with the Cowboys. If you guys listening, keeping score at home. Prove it. Um, I, Wikipedia will do that just fine. Um, <laughs> Mass actually has some high life promised to me at his house. That's true, I do. I gotta got watch football. But the last time I was there, my starting fantasy quarterback went down for the season last year. It was Jimmy Garoppolo. It, it was. So I'm very... Uh, it was who? You were over in week four? I don't remember you being over that yeah, early. Paul and I were both there. So I'm very hesitant to go watch football there with Who's fantasy. starting? Well, I'm a Carson Wentz guy now. Oh, yeah. Don't come over the house. He's but, uh, he's one bad snap away from breaking in half like a twig. Garoppolo is on my bench, hence the name Garoppolo's Pizza you should You should start him next week and come over. <laughs> See what happens. That would hold fairly true to last season. You know. You should definitely but, come over. He's off his bye this week, so it's okay. It's true. Who? Sam Darnold? Yes. Yes. Exactly what we were talking yeah. about. <laughs> 
Riddler here has provided us with our fifth sample. And Riddler has started a, a new, uh, excuse me, beer of his own. Oh, yeah, I dived into the spot and knocked off the fist. I also forgot to mention. He, he gave By the way, we had Madden's going to the Angels. Dog should say that. What? All right, so back to football. Joe Madden's going to the Angels. This is actually pretty good. I like this. We'll just round off the samples. It's good. Why does every NFL team do this stupid play? What? Which one? Where, like, you know, like the slot receiver comes across and the quarterback does this little, like, pop pass. Every play, every team runs it. It's a new, it's the the new thing. Forward pitch? We were, we, why, who'd they do that to? The Steelers have run the play 17 times tonight and the Bengals just did it. To who, though? I'm not sure. Was it the Joe Mixon? No. Damn. <laughs> so this, it's not super flavorful, but it's very smooth. Yeah, it's I like very, this a It's lot. a very easy drink. Got, is that it's citrus or orange that I taste? It's marzipan. <laughs> Classic marzipan. It's MSG. Coriander. <laughs> yeah, if you're into coriander, we found a thing for you. Juniper. Just throwing up these these. <laughs> no, it's it's actually, juniper berries. It's actually clove. Clove. No. Garlic. <coughs> you ever had a nice garlic ale? <laughs> I'd try it just for how much I'd hate it. You don't like garlic? Riddler. Uh, I love garlic. Uh, I just don't think it'd be very good in beer form. Can Riddler. Stein. What? You want that? You yeah. have to do the Stein hold anyway. Yeah. I'm still drinking. Alright. What? Everybody. What'd you say? What'd you say with this one? Can you still drink it? No, you have to do the Stein hold with it and then drink your beer after. I can't drink anymore right now. I'll pass my parents. Review it. So, <laughs> I, re- I think that was the other imported. I think I guessed. I wish I kept track. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I think I. Yeah, I think that's right. That's the second import. That hit the pylon. Okay. In the Steelers game. No, just like year. bounce. Yeah, but you're interrupting him. So, I think that's the second imported. Uh, Oktoberfest of our five. So we had two. That's my that's my prediction. So we'll see. Riddler is the only one who has access to that information. So we'll find out at the end or, or whenever if he wants to do it well, now. I don't know. I mean, we've gone through the five. We can do it now. I mean, we'll do the end of beer reviews. Right. It'll be a nice tease. Nice tease. Oh, yeah. Yeah, deep, deep I mean, Souls, if you don't want to drink that Stein, I'd be happy to drink it for you, and then you can fill up again, and I'll drink that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you just let me know how you want to play it. Here. You really don't want it, Kyle? No, it's one. All right, not a problem for me. Miss, send it over. Yeah, what is this thing? Uh, is, is, uh, what were you telling Kyle he has to do? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Kyle, what does he have to do? Stein. Oh, oh. Do the Stein challenge after the show. Oh, God, what is this? You'll find out after the show. So I'll be uh, only filming. Unbutton re- your pants, but yeah. Rebecca's going to record it, and I'll explain the rules and make it so that it makes sense. Oh, it's true. I can participate. So I, I think I'm, So we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. we got the Jeopardy episode's going to come up on the 21st. I, I would like to do fantasy baseball or fantasy basketball and hockey. You guys down for that? Okay. We'll figure out what we want to do if we want it to just be us, if we want to do like a point total system. I think it has to be point 
So you can't really do head-to-head. Yeah, you can do head-to-head. At least for basketball, you can. Oh, what do you do with the way the MLB one was? Or head-to-head for the week? Oh, yeah. Super annoying. Yeah. But it's different. Less spots. So you're going to play who you have. You should get just as many spots. Or something hmm. about to call. Ten oh starting points. <laughs> Nobody saw me do it. Would you just slam it? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm not doing great. <laughs> I'm not doing great. <laughs> sits back. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Off top. I'll set it up. Look at that color. I'll probably set it up tomorrow. I'm excited. I'm setting shit up. I'll set it up. Okay. You got a long week. Take care of it for you. I'll set it up. No, you <laughs> <laughs> No, wait a minute, guys. I insist I set it up. Hey, can you make passing a stat? We could actually do the completed pass. <laughs> yeah, we do make passing a stat. It's called assist. Just so we, no, we no, know no, like, no, no, everybody's no. here. What? What? We could do the draft on the show. We can. We'll see. So this is what I was thinking. This um, should be good. I'd like to make it very interesting. I want to do the NBA and NHL draft simultaneous. <laughs> oh, that would be pretty good. I got one phone. We just have to switch back and forth in the app. No, we're going to get the board. Oh, man. <laughs> get some live draft action going on. Let's do this. It's going to be a shit Here's, show either way. This is what I would like. If we do that, everyone's drafting their own players because I want to see people go up there looking for names. <laughs> Where I'm the fuck is Shaman Shafskoski? Look at for Kola Koskinov. <laughs> Where's the guy that's got 45 letters and no vowels in his last name? That's like half the league. <laughs> in Russia. That Just S- pick one. The SNL skit with Keenan Thompson and <laughs> Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Do we do predictions for next week for NFL? We haven't really been doing that because we've been doing the pickums. All right, fair enough. It kind of supersedes the prediction. Yeah, really wish I had uh, Nick Chubb. I had Nick Chubb. You're not getting Nick Chubb. I'm sorry. Give you three way trade. Give you Brandon Cooks. <laughs> three way trade. And Robert like? Woods for Nick Chubb. He has Brandon <laughs> Cooks. Does and he? I have Robert Woods. Oh, I thought we were talking about, I thought we were talking about the GSWD League. No. I have him in the GSWD League. Oh, I have Brandon Cooks in one of the leagues. <laughs> Very totally. Just fucking with the match. I don't have those guys. Get out of here. Suck my fat cock. That's the team I am. <laughs> Yahoo would never allow that. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I spelled cock with an eight. <laughs> Cake. C a u l k. Cock. Above you. So, um. What? <laughs> personal foul. Drunk mass on the play. <laughs> Oh, that would be hey, fun if we had, like, flags. Can we, can we just kind of throw a uh, general service announcement out to NFL fans? Can we stop complaining no matter what refs do? I'm glad you said that, because I asked a special friend of the show named the Red Baron to remind me of something, and he did not. I'd like to remind Paul that he wants to complain about the Saints fan base. Well, no, no, no. So, Fuck so the here's, Saints. Here's the point I want to make. So, and it kind of relates to that. So, like, you know, last season we saw the the big time, the no-call pass interference. So then we have a game like the Giants-Redskins game where almost every single play was flagged. And people complain, like, where's the happy medium? So No flags, let them play. But if, but then if there's no flags and there's the blatant no-call, people complain and now they're suing the NFL. Like, so, so, souls. 
What was the call that they didn't that they didn't make in the game last night that we said was a good call, good no call? A pass interference. I forgot who it was on. What game? I think it was on the Saints. It was. It was it, no, it was. A, it would. It would have been against the. It would have been against the Cowboys. It would have been deep DPI on the Cowboys. Is that the play you're talking about, Mike? Yep. What? Steelers just ran the same little pop pass again. Keep it going. Keep doing it to Connor. It's, it's wild card one on one. But it's with the quarterback. Wildcat, not wild card. <laughs> that's, that's a shot. Can <laughs> I say wild card? Yeah. <laughs> that's well, a shot. No, no. It is wild card 101. Wild card, man. Well, the wildcat is a wild card. That is right. Yeah. Pour it up heavy, please, Master. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make some Oktoberfest Boilermakers? I would actually like to do that. Matt, Matt, Mark, would you like to do that? No, thank you. Don't be no ish I got, now. I got a gold toilet you could sit on. <laughs> Uh, it's not a matter oh, of the toilet. toilet. I need a wicker basket. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I need a beer to make this boiler maker work. Although he has beer. I do have a beer here. So, <laughs> I wish I remembered the play. <laughs> heard that, right? I heard that through the headphones. I, I know it was pass interference. There was no contact. It's Oktoberfest farts. Right. So, I said this to to, to Kendall, and, and I've had this discussion. I had this discussion with somebody else. I, I'm a huge, I think I had it with Mark, actually. I'm a huge opponent to the 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 PI call challenge. I think it's an absolute. I think it's bullshit. I think it's yeah. A, I think it's such a waste of time. You know, everyone wants to make these games high impact, high score. You know, bang bang, this and that, and you're slowing it down, and you're taking that away. Yep. And was what happened with the Rams and the Saints last year in the NFC Championship game an absolute devastating thing? Yeah. Yeah. Did it most likely cost a team a Super Bowl appearance? Nah. Yeah, it did. Nah. It did. Nah. But I understand it was on a huge stage, but people act like the NFL, the fan bases, they act like games have not been lost on bullshit it like this. It happens for all the years. Time. Yep. Years. And now, it's just getting to a point where last night I was sitting down with Souls watching the Rams or the Saints and the the Cowboys play, and I mean, in that stadium, it is that man looks so scary. fucking ridiculous how much of babies they've become towards the refs. I mean, they they are like they just have this like. The Saints, to me, have become so, like, unfun to watch because it's just become a, uh, feel bad for us, We're, you know, we got fucked over, feel bad for us. Like, and I'm not saying every fan feels that way, but it's like, there was a call, there was a play last night where the, the, they were questioning if it should have been DPI on the Cowboys against the Saints. And they ruled that it was not pass interference. And at that place, I mean, it erupt. With boos, louder than if they had scored a game-winning, louder than if they had scored the game-winning touchdown to beat the Rams in the NFC Championship. Right, like well, way louder, and, and it was clearly, clearly not pass interference. And I know it's subjective, but the the announcement said catch? it wasn't pass interference. The the Joe Schmo fuckface that they have that chimes in that used to be a ref, the Mike Pereiras of yeah, the world, worst guy ever. Kendall but, loves him. It's not worst a ref. I sent Kendall a Mike Pereira doing do like a referee call very on funny. Buffalo Wild Wings. Very, very funny. I've never seen that before. <laughs> Why do you hate Mike Pereira? Because the guy is a sellout. The guy had that. He, he did. Hold on. We'll, we'll save it. Save it. Save it. Right. My, my point is, it's just, it's just nonsense now. 
Like, there was a play where Demarcus Lawrence was coming in for Teddy Bridgewater, and the offensive tackle for the Saints, like, got his hands kind of on his collar, but where the ref couldn't see it and pulled him down. And Demarcus Lawrence fell down to the ground and rolled into Bridgewater's legs, causing him to fall. And they gave it a roughing the passer call. Now, I'm sorry, but that's not a roughing the passer call. Because you need to look at the whole play. That's what you, you don't look at what you don't look at the defensive player and where he made contact with the quarterback. You look at if there was no intent because you look at that whole intent thing with when a quarterback slides to give himself up. That's what it was, Kyle. It was the quarterback sliding. That's what it was. Oh, the Lake one. Lake one That's by, what it was. Uh, it was when Teddy Bridgewater slid, and the defensive player for the Cowboys leaned in with the arm as he was sliding, gave himself Jones up, Smith. kind of fell on top of him to an extent, but had his arms up and rolled off of him. And they said that there was no penalty for unnecessary roughness on him. And there wasn't. He did everything in his power to make sure he did not hurt Teddy Bridgewater. It, it's just everything. Everything that happens. The Saints fan base is just... Yeah. Uh, the, the whole petition to replay the NFC. I'm sorry, but... Yes, did the game... Did they, lo- did they lose the game? Yes. And was it taken from them? Essentially, yeah. But you're a loss. It, it, it's a loss. Eat it. Right. Eat the loss. Well, you know, it's they're entirely, ignoring a lot of the there, calls that went uncalled, too. There right. were... The, the other thing, too, that the Saints didn't realize, there's 14 other teams that would have been willing to f- have that chance of that call happening just to be in the position they were in. Yep. Right. And, last, it, what, two years, and just years? like everything else, I'll stand by it, whether it's my team or it's not. It doesn't matter. That one penalty does not decide the game. No. You hold this. You hold the Rams on another defensive drive and don't let them score a touchdown. That means nothing because now you're up two scores. Yep. Right. You know it's unfair to use the you go to overtime and don't throw the pick. Right. You win the game. Right. It's unfair to use the refs as a scapegoat. These at the end of the day, those are people. It's not, it's not a machine that knows every you know possible. And everyone machine. thinks they can. Everyone thinks they can make the right call. And it, yeah, it's easy to be an armchair quarterback. You know. I want to ask you guys a question. Well, hold on, hold on. Let let let, let Kendall we, we derailed Kendall earlier. Get get to your Mike Pereira thing. Oh, so I have a, a very major dislike for Mike Pereira, and especially because he was the guy who set the tone for all these. Anytime you watch any NFL game now, the the here, here's the head of NFL officiating. You know, blah blah blah. They they tune in. Mike Pereira was a guy who was the head of NFL officiating, who was on his way to retire. He was he was getting ready. You know, he he was done, and then. Flash some money in his face, you know. Hey, why don't you come do this? And now we have to sit through every single NFL game, which we had through our entire youth. We had we had to sit through a game where a controversial call comes, and now hey, let's flip it to the guy who was a referee for five seasons, or here's a guy who you know sat in the the back of the room or whatever, and let's let's see what they have to say. Can I give an analysis? Can I give a comparison? Please. Do you know what Mike Pereira is to the NFL? Going to compare it to this for what Mike Pereira is to the NFL is what that little tiny fucking three by six inch box that they put for the strike zone on the MLB games on TV. <laughs> that's what Mike Pereira is because every single every single pitch that's inside that that little box that's not an official box is a strike to everybody watching the game, and they get pissed off when it's called a ball. Just like the fake yellow line that's on that's not really on the field. That's what Mike Pereira is. A penalty happens, the refs review it, and they say, hey, we decided this is not holding or this is holding. And then Mike Pereira comes in, 
Well, by the official guidelines, or blah, 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 this is a hold. And you know what? You know what? He, 99.9% of the time, he's right. It is the way he's saying it. But he also has the luxury of sitting down and watching it from several different angles slow. in slow motion, dragging it out. The refs, yes, they can, things can, but if the refs aren't, if it's not challenged and it's outside of two minutes, the refs don't get to say, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to stop the game and go look at this. Right. Now, I don't hate Mike Pereira as a person. I don't hate any of these officials as a per, as Except people. Except for Bill Belichick. <laughs> you love Ed Hockley. But the point I'm making Ooh. is that we watched football for a long time where the officiators were able to just call these plays. And, you know, and anybody who knows the sport, anyone who can follow along, you know, game of speed or reverse replay, they can look at it and they can be like, you know, hey, well, this is what we've been taught. This is what we know the rules to be, and we can make the call as so. At what point do we need a specialist to come in and explain something that we already knew or something that, you know, was determinable? But what do you gain as a viewer from having nothing? We gain it's nothing. It's commentary. But it's, it's not necessary. You know, you know who it's, I really don't like? On the same guy but a different station, that Dean Blandino guy. Well, you know, Dean Blandino. Fuck Dean Blandino. Well, he's not even the same type of person. He, but he, he fills the same role, except he was way more shady about it. Well, you know, <laughs> the guy like a Dean Blandino is the same guy that Fox used in, uh, I can't think of Jay Glazer. That's the type of guy who's like, you know, hey, I'm keeping you on tabs in anything that's current event NFL-wise during the game. Dean Blandino, I mean, I, I don't know the guy personally. I'm not here to, you know, to crap on the guy, but. I'm gonna. I am. Fuck Dean Blandino. It's just a guy that you know. Hey, how how can we sprinkle along? You know, what, what's going on current NFL wise during the game, and it's 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 not necessary. I don't I don't care what he has to say. I don't. It doesn't it doesn't but matter. The, the side with Blandino is that when Mike Pereira took the job, that following season, Blandino was given like that head of NFL officiating, and he kind of used that to leverage. He he never even served in that position. Well, right, and I guess it's right, and and you're right, and this is what is a, a big, you know, crime to that role for me. So now, now like, all these, it's, and I, I've said this to Riddler, I've said this to to all you guys, you know, not on the show necessarily, but it's like, hey, you're a professional athlete, and then you retire, and then hey, I have, I got to find a TV role immediately. That's not necessary, and yeah. and, and, and it's not a benefit to the viewer, and it's not the same, and it, I mean it's. It follows the same guidelines for these uh, referees and stuff like that. Hey, you know, you you were in a role that was important to a league. You you were in a spot that was important. You don't have to jump on behind a camera or grab a microphone. We don't we don't need that. You you're, you're not a benefit. Yeah. You know, if you were someone with great experience, someone who's done something for many years, then you know, sure, you know, perhaps that you you aid something to this this viewership as we are as sports fans. But I don't. I don't care that you know. Hey, you you were on the sidelines as a uh, a line judge for three years, and then then you you worked way up to to sit in you know NFL officiating in New York and uh-huh. said that for another three years. You don't mean anything to me. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't aid anything to the game. I don't. I don't care. The league is any sports league is forever changing. You know, if you care about the sports so much and you want to complain about it. Be up to date on what the sports changes are. Be 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 familiar with the rules, and don't be an armchair quarterback. Don't be someone who's ready to criticize something who don't you don't know anything about. And I, I it drives me the most nuts. These people want to you know be complaining about things in hindsight, and that's completely wrong. And it, it bothers me very much. Um, 
so that, that that's why I have such a big problem with it, the Mike Pereiras and all that because if if it mattered as much as it does to the fans like we're seeing right now, as we're seeing in the Saint, Saint, not just the Saints fans in any you know you know situation, as we're seeing it, it's as big of a deal as it is, then you know what? Familiarize yourself with the rules, you know, all, all NFL fans, you know, don't don't come in and, and look at stuff you know in, in hindsight. Be be prepared, you know. For when the big decisions are made, and, and be able to make an informed decision. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, all right, let's move on. Let's get to some. Uh, let's do some beer reviews. So first of all, let's go around real quick. What do you guys think about the Hofbrau, the mini keg? Excellent. Oh, oh, very good. So good. And you know, it's funny. I really only have it once a year around this time. Well, you only get it once a year around this time. Well, be that as it may. There's that. Be that as it may. Uh, it's so, so you can get good. Hofbrau bottles. Year round, but you can't get the right. I, I guess is what I meant, but so good. Can you Love it so much. Import it, like if you know of. Yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> if you know the guy, the guy, his name is Mike Pereira, the head of import officiating. You meet him in the Hooters parking lot in Westport, Connecticut. Westport? <laughs> Actually, I don't think even that. It was very Hooters. good. I'm a big fan of Oktoberfest, so it was very good. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I didn't think you'd really like it because I feel like you like those American style like sp- like spicy October, like that same October and all that. Which I'm surprised wasn't on the show. Um, I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought somebody Mark? got it. Wait, it was funny. I thought Mark was gonna get it because that's what he talked about last week. So I had this pretty big plan because I think the same Oktoberfest is pretty terrible. So I had this plan where like I was hoping it was gonna be up to me to get it, and then I wasn't gonna get it. Which is pretty funny, because I didn't know that's what your plan was, yeah. ultimately. Well, of course you didn't. I didn't tell you. All it's right. a good thing he didn't, because that's what I would have gotten. What a real rat. Oh, mass. You would have been the perfect scapegoat. I know. You would have been the guy, too. I mentioned it before. We're hoping to get the, the Coors Light uh, October. Yeah, October. I looked for it. <laughs> that doesn't exist. It's yeah, not. I looked for it. I didn't see anything. <laughs> you got to get the Bush Light Octoberfest. I looked you know, for that, too. That... Now, forgive me if I'm wrong. The Bush Latte, are you guys familiar with that? Yeah. That's not the same thing, though. No. no. I, the the Bush Oktoberfest, that was one of the funniest things, I think, ever. That was so funny. Oh, you're talking about the way it comes out in the can and pitching so, it as... I mean, uh, the, go, we, go, go ahead with the story. So, one of our, our friend Vito <laughs> bought, you know, the, the fall limited edition cans of Bush Light for uh. softball. And we're like, oh, man, you bought the Bush Oktoberfest. And, and he's like, oh, I didn't even know. I wonder how they are. <laughs> and now we're drinking them. And he's like, man, these kind of taste the same. <laughs> like, yeah, well, they're just what? Bush lights. <laughs> what, makes it a, what makes an Oktoberfest beer? That's a legitimate question. It, it's the style of beer. Just like you figure like an IPA, a lager, and it, like, it's just the style of beer. It's a Marzen style beer, which is yeah. a German style of beer. But the Oktoberfest... Incorporates it's a it's a lager of sorts, but it incorporates a little bit more spices to it, and it has a little bit more, like a little bit more full body to it than like a traditional lager. It, it, it lingers in your mouth. It's got a little bit longer of a profile to it. Like that it. sentence lingers in your mouth. <laughs> That's what he said. I need. I I really am like pissed off because I'm gonna lose to Kyle by a point. Why? Last time I checked, I was losing by four and a half points. And Mixon has about, I think, five rushing yards and that one reception for, like, eight yards. I'm going to lose just by a fucking point. He just got another one, didn't he? That, I was just talking about that reception. Oh. I'm Chris. 
long as we call you dumbass. Andy Dalton is garbage. <laughs> well, let's be real, though. Who's he throwing to? Uh, flag. He's got John Ross, who's not really a great. Tyler Boyd, who's also not great. All right. Uh, what did you think of the Hawk Brown mask? Uh, 15 out of 10. Like, that's like almost as bad as saying, eh. Um, <laughs> nah, very, very good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's my favorite Oktoberfest. Um, it's just so good. I enjoyed it quite It's a authentic. Bit. You know, that's yeah. what it is. It's and somebody somebody like myself beer. who's had a bajillion beers. And the person, even though Kendall is an avid beer drinker and has had a probably... Between him and Mock, I'd be close. If we could really sit down and dial it out as to how many different beers each person's had. Kendall might be at the top just because he drinks so many more shitty beers. <laughs> but... But... I, I would I would tend to lean towards Mock being the more appreciative of this the the Hoffer, just because he knows how different an American style of a European style beer is. Being a uh, Czech fan, I Czech, agree with that. Czech Czech pills, Mike Czech pills. Um. Well, the first beer was the War Steiner Oktoberfest, the beer Kendall brought, which okay. is a authentic Ooh. imported. Das guy's Guzik. a rat. Very tasty. Good it on kinda, you, you know, it kind of tastes like uh, a guy with cheetah print glasses. <laughs> tastes like a guy with oh, turtle shell. You mean turtle shell? <laughs> Common misconception for but a it's guy. Warstein, Germany. It's an Oktoberfest. It's one. Of, <laughs> it's, it's one of the uh, handful of uh, authentic Oktoberfest that comes in work. <laughs> into the the states during this time of year. On to the second one. I think you guys all kind of thought this one was really good. Yep. You guys all really liked the second one, if I remember correctly. I think everyone kind of went towards the more American-style route on this one. Yes. You guys were, you liked the flavor. You thought it was pretty solid and whatnot. I think so. Yep. That was the Two Roads October. Yeah! yeah. The Marzen-style lager from our... Hmm. Well, we're still waiting on a callback from Two Roads. But from Two Roads here in Stratford, Connecticut. The was third one right. was the one that you guys... This was the favorite around the group, I think. I, I don't remember. <laughs> Well, I think if I remember correctly, I think the third one. I think I don't think Kyle really liked it that much, and I don't think this was my favorite beer. I think you liked it. I, I think Kendall said it was it was decent. Sad. I think we do the blind taste test, but it is the Spot in Oktoberfest. Spotten, which is Spotten. which is right on par with the Hofbrau in terms of world consumption of Oktoberfest, and it's actually it's actually the world's most popular Oktoberfest because it's the only authentic Oktoberfest that's brewed year round. I have a question for you. That's the, that was the darker one that you guys had. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's the one I have in the cup right now. You can see how it's much more. It's got a lot more like coppery, coppery color to it. Any skewed perception because of the bottle uh, being green? What? So I mean, isn't the, primarily one of the more skunk beers? I'm I, I'm saying that in a generality. You're asking if it's skunk? No, that's not. What I'm asking. I'm asking because of being in a green bottle, regardless of the time or whatever. Um, Do I have an opposition to it being in a green bottle? I guess it's kind of what I'm asking. No. No. This is darker. The darker yeah. beer. So it, it, the darker beer mixed with the green bottle, it'd be like if it was in a brown bottle. The fourth beer, I think the general consensus was, I think you guys thought it was bad. Yeah, you guys all kind of shit on this one a little bit. Kind of, yeah. yes. You said that there was a lot of, it was very bland, yeah. not a lot of stuff to it. My beer. Yep. That was the Firefly Hollow out of... Bristol, I believe they're out of um, the Oktoberfest. You're welcome. You know what's funny? Mass, I love you. 
we know you're going to bring the worst beer. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in and I was just like, yeah, this looks like it's going to be terrible. And, and then last but not least, which I believe Kendall actually very boasted flavor profile wise, was the Thomas Hooker Oktoberfest. Hey, so this was very good. I enjoyed this a lot. Good I actually almost got that. I didn't want to give reviews be- during the whole thing because I knew what we were pouring. So I'll give my reviews now because everyone else kind of did a throw out the thing. Sure. The Oktoberfest from Two Roads, we'll start with the American ones. It, it's a very serviceable Oktoberfest. It lacks the actual like complexity that a real Oktoberfest should have, but it, it's a drinkable, regular Oktoberfest. No, this, you have to do the Stein Challenge on it, so just hang on to it. Um, it it's a drinkable, regular Oktoberfest that people like. You know, there, there's, there's a lot to, to love about it for the American side of things. Um, moving on to the Firefly one, they just execution was not done well. Um, they made it, they were on the right path of making a good beer of their own. If they took this beer and put it into a can that didn't have Oktoberfest written on it and wrote spiced amber ale or something like that and maybe kicked up the coriander inside of it a little bit, you'd have something you'd have something here, something different that not a lot of people have. It's interesting. But it's not Oktoberfest wise, it's just a little too bland and it's too light. And the Hooker Oktoberfest, I know the world, the the table tables that be here thought one way about it, but uh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was fucking atrocious. It was so bland, and it was very very thin. And that's not a shit on New Souls. You knew I was gonna hate it because Kyle was like, "I'm gonna get this one." I was like, "Please, please, please don't, please don't get that one." He's like, "I'm getting it." The spotting for me is my favorite. The dark complexity color to it gives it a much more thicker, warm feeling to it. The spices are very mellow, but they're there. Complex beer, very well-rounded, nice full body, much like the Hofbrau. And then the Warsteiner, similar, but the Warsteiner to me, like we said in the beginning, it's got that little bit more tart flavor to it. The spices are dialed back into it, um, but it's, it's a tasty Oktoberfest. But you know, it's interesting. I really enjoyed this segment a lot. But I think it speaks Come so on, much. Call your timeouts, Cincinnati. Call your timeouts and check down to fucking mixing. <laughs> it speaks so much into a beer that I gotta owe the Riddler entirely, hundred percent. The Hofbrau is my all-time favorite Oktoberfest, and I really only drink it only this time of year. And out, it out, was out, very out, good. Out of this, you know, mini keg situation, and I love it so much. Uh, so. Good on you know you Riddler for having an exquisite taste. Good on the the good folks at Hofbrau for making an excellent yeah, so product. So fuck you, Riddler. Congrats, souls. And uh, we're still waiting on Hofbrau to give us a. This loss back. left a real bitter taste in my mouth. And, uh, Why? Uh, I don't want to play fantasy anymore. I'm not All checking right. my team for the rest of the season. Can I have some of your players? No. All right. Taking but taking the L's as they come. For you for you guys who listen to the entirety of the show. Pittsburgh Steelers. Souls is the one that he always gets his fucking teams win and his fantasy bullshit in the same week every time. Twenty-seven to three, Pittsburgh over Cincinnati. Week four. Thank goodness. Where can they find us on social media if they're interested in doing that, Moxie? Spreaker. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Grunk. Spreaker. Twitter is GSWD underscore. Bullshit! You guys will play the fucking Dolphins this year. Yeah. Also Spreaker. But that's gonna be a quality win. That's going to be a quality win this year. Oh, they'll lose that I one. I hope so. Because they play down to their opponents. We know that. If they play down to the Dolphins' level, it's going to be ugly. <laughs> be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can find us on, Paul? Speaker. Yep. Be sure to check out all the other PPRN <laughs> stuff. On Speaker. 
Uh, Wednesday night, you have the Peter Pino show from 7.30 to 10.30. On Spreaker. Red Baron and I will be on there this week. And, uh, on Spreaker. Rita just kind of sits there and doesn't really talk. Yeah, it's kind of what she does everywhere she goes. Plays plays a lot of childish computer games. She's also going to be on Spreaker. Oh Where's that fucking... That, like, uh, the math one where she gets the questions wrong? With a jump start? Maybe. Do you remember Jumpstart when we were yeah, kids? It was third that grade. One. That was a good one with the robot. Very, yep. very similar. I played Jumpstart a lot as a kid. I played that one with the car. Putt-putt. Oh, oh. Putt-putt plays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, then, and then where's Carmen Sandiego? Uh, classic. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I watched Rebecca play this game and got really easy addition questions wrong. Yep. It would pop like... up. It's like 7 plus 2, and it gives you 14. the number. And no she wouldn't she say. Yeah, most of the narcotics that she does during the program. <laughs> no one said she was a good teacher. She's just a teacher. <laughs> Can we talk about something in the middle of this since we already got off topic? Before yesterday's game, the Redskins partnered with United Way and vowed to donate 100 meals for every touchdown the team scored. They scored zero touchdowns. So they're going to donate one meal? They're not going to donate anything. But I mean, like, that was their do- We're going to donate one? 100. So- oh, okay. I was going to say, even if you scored six touch, I'd be like, all right, here's six meals. I think I saw somewhere that Serena and Venus Williams bought the part of the Dolphins. Probably, because they're, they're, like, they're like a group-owned team. Probably get in on it now pretty cheap. <laughs> the cost of Apple in the 70s. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Paul. Not too long ago, I looked into what it would take to buy shares in the Packers, because I know they're a publicly owned team. Mm-hmm. But they haven't sold shares since, like, the 80s. Then we wouldn't be friends. You know what I would have done with it? It would have been a birthday gift. <laughs> and it would have been the funniest thing. <laughs> if we're like, Paul, we all chipped in and got you this great gift. And you open it up to a placard saying that you're a part owner of the Green Bay Packers. You have no idea how much glitter there'd be in your house. <laughs> Just the idea that you thought about doing that, I'm going to send you one of those glitter Just, bombs that's going to open it. That's what you fucking get. Kendall, you wouldn't do that to me, would you? Never. Do you know Just, what they're talking about? I have no idea. So, Mock said that he was looking into buying shares of the Green Bay Packers and then like putting them in my name to give would, to me. So they would have been a birthday gift. Oh, God, that's rotten. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but, that's not cool at all. What if that was the punishment for coming in last of the, any GSWD event? Well, see, no, it's, I, a, Paul it's, a dr- it's a disgusting shot. Right. I, that's I'm I, just saying it would have been fun. That, if that happened, every single... Every single electronic device in Mass's house would be destroyed. My house? Every single thing in your house would be covered in glitter and glue. Why? I would absolutely just destroy... I don't even know what I would do to Kyle because he doesn't really care about much things, but it would be bad. Why I'd would find you break a way to, my I'd stuff? find a way to do something bad to him. And Kendall, I would, I would just go to Kendall's house and dump every fucking liquor and food in the garbage and just... Yeah, I would never do that to him. Why, why would you do that to me? Because you would have been part of it. I said we were all chipping in. And I would have shaved Rebecca's head. I would have shaved Rebecca's head, and I would have bought that. And then I would have tattooed Kendall fucked Katie Peel on the back of her head. I would have bought that chair just to watch that happen. Yeah, which means all the electronics in your house are going to destroy because you chipped in. Where's the trade-off? I have home insurance. Very specific, very personal attacks made in the past two minutes. (laughs) 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 I mean, that's bullshit. I listen. I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's like me just shooting Derek Jeter in the head. I, I mean, I don't think it's quite on that level. It is. It is on that level. 
So you're talking about my murdering... love for Derek Jeter is equal to that of my hatred for the Packers. But you're talking about but murdering like you, another human being. You know, we could have bought enough shares to where you get it on like contract decisions. No, that would not happen. <laughs> I know we don't have the funds, but if we did, you could just sign like Josh Freeman to be their starting quarterback. They'd probably kill it, and then Jeff would be happy. You know what would suck about that? Kyle would be like, "See, I told you." I told you. <laughs> Paul's got my back. He, he just needed the right jersey. system. <laughs> Put in Nathan Peterman. Look, oh, here's LeGarrette Blunt. Knew he was going to be a Packer. No, that, that would be the thing I would do to Kyle. I, I would wait for, like, really good matchups, and then, like, I would let Aaron Jones rush the ball and then bench him for the rest of the game <laughs> and just really fuck with his fantasy team. <laughs> He'd call you from the sideline. Be like, dude. I'm down six. Can you give Jones the ball, please? Like eight times. Kyle, we're trying to go down the field to score a touchdown. Yeah, but I need to win fantasy. And Aaron Jones isn't that good. You guys are you guys are talking like I would be helping the Packers out. Yeah, what you're going to want to do here is the 25-yard flea flicker. <laughs> well, flea flicker works every time. Classic <laughs> NFL move. Yeah. Best right, nobody expects it three times in a row. Make sure to tune in next week for more garbage content. We do the best we yeah. can. Um, NFL power rankings coming soon. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm, I want these guys to get their creative wheels turning. I'd like to get some more social media works going, where we maybe like some weekly shit. NFL cans. Yeah, NFL cans. I'm talking about you guys individually doing some stuff. Right, but NFL cans coming tonight, <laughs> unless you listened after we posted. Then they'll have come I want before. you guys to come up with some stuff that we can work yeah. on. I want everyone to start getting involved with some more stuff, so we can get some more more content going out. So stay on the two. Stay on the. Stay on the lookout for that. I'm look Make sure you check out Sierra and Dodger Films. Um, well, yeah, we'll be back next week. Until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washam. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yoshi. K-Bob Souls. <laughs> the Massacre's Massey. And I'm the Red Baron. <laughs> 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 Yeah.